Big Blue Nation with a big win against the Gators. A&M over the Hogs. And hotty, tidy, gosh almighty, what a game in Oxford. That and so much more, plus our pick six. Time for some deep-fried Southern football on Southern Roots Football Show. By the way, the name of the show, Southern Roots Football Show. On Southern Roots Radio, right? On Southern Roots Radio. Hugh Freeze is dancing on the sideline. At Auburn. Okay. All right. Looking like Elvis. (laughs) I kept saying, do what we do. Do what we do. Do what we do. No, I get on my O-line forums and stuff on Twitter. Did you you hear that, Gord? His O-line forums. I didn't know those existed. Wait, is that where you're seeing all these pictures of uh, the belly and the maple syrup? No, I delete those. No, that's a completely different one. Yeah. I ran up on that one before, too. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know what you're looking at, Jason. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at another beautiful scene here on the back porch. On a day later than normal, a Thursday night recording as uh, had uh, had to work last night. Thank God I got paid for watching that Middle Tennessee in that oh, second half against man. Jacksonville I was about to say, State. Second half, at least, man. Oh, First my half was First half, yeah. pretty solid. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll dive into that in the alumni veil, I think, coming up. Um, so <laughs> glad to be with you here, Jack Plant, alongside uh, our illustrious host once again, uh, our captain, Trev McAnally. What about it, brother? Another beautiful night, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed it is. Um, uh, former uh, Kansas City Chief and uh, Skyhawk of UT Martin, Mr. Charles Sweeten, and brought back, uh, did you say you brought back a couple of medals from uh, the lift meet? Yeah, I got three gold medals. Three gold, baby. We came, we con- we, we saw, we conquered. We conquered. Every I f- that up. I like to- <laughs> Still love it. First bleep of the day. <laughs> Less than a minute. Not, Less than a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't Wes. <laughs> hey. I need a fucking medal or something over here. <laughs> that is true. And it wasn't Cord. I uh, know. Instigating it. Yeah. Uh, Cord will be with us uh, for segment two to do Cut the Cord. He is um, he is uh, otherwise detained tonight. Uh, he is working He's this working. evening. Yeah. He is working. So, uh, But we'll we'll get him uh, live here on we're, the phone here coming up a little bit. We need dip. to see some receipts, though. Uh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, he's complaining yeah. about it pretty hard through the messages, so he's definitely yeah. working right now. Yeah. Trust me, if he wasn't working, he would be on with us. <laughs> and then uh, wearing the orange stripe uh, headset again, uh, Mr. Ball, Mr. VFL. Is that I, – I, I ask you this every year. Is that still – I don't hear about the fall for life anymore. Yeah, that they is still, still going it. on. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. The, the, the but, it, but it's what it truly should be, which is just people like you. Uh, well, that does that, or you got well, fans I mean, that are involved? We had in this? this debate, you know, several years ago. Should fans be allowed to call themselves VFLs? And uh-huh. I say, hell yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, but you know, the VFL club. So there is a club. Alive. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So there's an official club. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Do you have a card or something? You got a membership card? Uh, yeah, I Do you a, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this I was kind of kidding about asking that question, yeah, but you no, actually I, got a card. I oh, he's a pulling it out. Membership, he's know, pulling this He's pulling the card out. out. I mean, this busted ass wallet I got here. Yeah, look here. I'll be damned. 
Okay, so it's white and it's got um, no the University shit, of Tennessee. I, I still got my Skyhawk car. Let me see if I got that. <laughs> Letterman Lifetime. How about that? That's pretty neat. What's the fun? I was about to say. So explain the club, Wes. Uh, is that is that just is it alumni? Is it Letterman? Is it is it you got to you know I, I, they're starting to do the volunteer club, which is more or less you know fans and boosters and stuff, but gives them access to tailgates and merch and stuff I, like that early. But so was it does that get I, I, you is that get you down on the field and get you into you're catching me with my pants down right now <laughs> because, because like when Have I decide, you used it no. You haven't used no, it. Oh, no, he didn't I, have to use I it. This give, is, I think I give. This uh, is West motherfucking Brown. I was about to say. I mean, we got <laughs> made that. a donation of I think a thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And you look, know, if I get over there for a game, I'm gonna call my buddies. I'm gonna call Seawalk. Yep. Um, next week it'd be neat. Uh, Texas A&M game. I get to sit in, the, in Coach Former's box. Yep. With him and Allison, there you go. So that'd be neat. So I, the last two weeks, I have gotten. Actually, three weeks, I've gotten calls from the University of Tennessee hmm. wanting me to donate. I'm okay. like, I'm not Peyton fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> I work a normal job here. I'm not, I, I didn't play in the league, right? I ain't got just fucking boo-coodles of money. So, I, you know, I just politely tell them, I appreciate you calling, appreciate you thinking of me, but no. I got I got other things I'm gonna do with my money. I gotta catch up on my f bombs. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, I, I don't even. Re- I'm sorry, guys. He's took a good. He it. took it's a just, good lead already. I know. I you know. talked about though his card getting on field. I, I will say this. You know, last year we we uh, was it Missouri game we ended up going to. Missouri, you know, we got tickets yeah. early in the year and. Uh, the our everybody's team mom over here, uh, Caroline. You know my <laughs> wife. She uh, she wanted to go on the field. She's never been on the field at Neyland. Yeah. And um, we were up there in Knoxville, and uh, we met Seawalk, uh, Chris Walker, one of Wes's good friends. And he just pretty much asked. He's like, "Does she want to go?" And I was like, "Dude, it would make her day, make her weekend, make her yeah. month." You know, she she still talks about, it, but she got down there and it was awesome. I mean, it was absolute great time. And like I said, it. it she had the biggest time down there. So uh, the funny thing about it was we're, we're making our way from Jason Grayson's, his tailgate with his buddies. Yeah. We're making our way down to the stadium. That's who they need to be calling about uh, donating, right? Y- damn right. We'll have a conversation <laughs> with Jason. We need to get society up there on the scoreboard so somewhere. <laughs> we're walking down the gate 21, and Chris is calling me. And he's like, where y'all at, man? It's about the time downbound ship was coming through, so hell, there's people everywhere. And we finally mingled our way through there. Chris brings out four yeah. wristbands. Oh, the wristbands. And we had five. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm like, hey, guys, y'all go ahead. Like, I'll meet y'all at, at our seats or I'll stay back. And Chris was like, man, piss on that. Come on, Jason's like, no, hell no. Y'all, y'all just, I'll just follow y'all. This is like, been there, got the T-shirt. Well, you know, <laughs> this, like, I, this, was, this is all about He's Caroline. He's got the card. That's right. This is all about Caroline, yeah. man. You know, so I, shit, I, I didn't care to lay back or whatnot. And so... We all are like, hell, all right, Jason. We just started walking down, you know, walking down the, the tunnel, going down to the field, and we get amongst the cheerleaders. Remember that? Yep. He's just walking and right behind <laughs> me real tight. He's got his hands in his Jason's jacket right here. It's raining a little bit, in a little cool. Pockets, and he just damn gives everybody the heads up, you know, like, what's up, man? Mm-hmm. You like, Wes starts like, saying hi to everybody. He sees, like, and we just walk right the, behind him. <laughs> just get behind us, and let's get out here. So we get all five of us out there. It was a, it was a fun time. It was. Cool it's like I've been there before. Oftentimes it'll work. Yep, you're right. Well, appreciate you letting me ask you about that. I know it's. Uh, I know you can be a little. You, 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 you're close to the vest on some stuff, so I appreciate. it. Well, yeah, no, I mean, like, uh, I love talking ball. 
But you I, don't like talk about yourself, and no, I, I respect I, that. So. I don't want to be known. That's not yeah. the only thing. I no know. person I am. I know. You know. Well, I appreciate you letting me mention it. So, so, what, so, so I, what, what does please, that stem let, from? Is that like a parent thing or not? I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Trying to be Again, down. I, he's, he's, you know, he's a humble. He's a humble guy. Well, Wes I, is a humble guy. I appreciate Humble's that. Humble's the right word. That's yeah. 1,000% true. And, you know, the fact is, you know, doing something like that, his uh, Wes, I mean, yeah, he don't mind me saying it, but, you know, his eyes lights up about it when he sees Caroline excited about mm-hmm. it being down there because it's like, that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Damn right. Somebody yeah. like Wes or something, you know, you have those connections. You have the capability of giving, you know, somebody that opportunity just to go down there and, you know, mm-hmm. see the guys up close, see the coaches up close, you know. I mean, you know, Caroline was giddy just sitting there. We were standing right there, what, about the – 10, 12 yard line and quarterbacks are warming up right in front of us. So being able to see, you know, Joe in real life or, you know, right next to him, you know, it gives her a good comparison of like what he actually looks yeah. like. A mammoth human being. <laughs> and what about me saving Jason's life on that punt? <laughs> yeah. Dude, my yeah. hand is still hurting from that son bitch. Yeah, I thought so we, there was a punt in the air coming down. Everybody's like, heads, heads. And Jason's just sitting there looking around. And he looks up, and I hit that damn thing right about six inches in front of his wow. face. It would have knocked yeah, his Yeah, Jay Gray was going off on the, <laughs> on the flat board. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Might have helped him helped us look a little bit. <laughs> Ooh. I kid, I kid, Ooh. Grayson. I, I love you, buddy. Shots uh, fired. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, welcome in officially to uh, the show already in progress. Again, uh, Cord, uh, Mr. Baton Rouge will be uh, joining us in just a little bit. He he truly is working. He's not playing hooky based on the results from last week. So uh, we'll get his thoughts on that game when we call him in here in just a little I bit. Absolutely yeah. cannot wait. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So, um, all right, uh, real quick, last week uh, we had uh, Notre Dame. How about the Irish? Yeah, we'll start outside of the, the SEC. The Irish come back, and uh, Mr. Beard with that fourth down run late in the game gets it done for Notre Dame, um, and they win over Duke, and they cover, and Trev. Finding ways His to love win. affair say, finally yeah, paid off. It's His a, love I mean, affair that's a big win. Off. I mean, you look at what uh, you know Elko's got Duke doing. That's a huge win on the road. Huge play by Hartman right there at the end. And then one thing though that I, I thoroughly love. There's a clip going around Twitter where you know they got the audio from the booth down to Freeman. They're talking about, hey, do we go for the win? Do we lay up? Do the field goal? How do we want to attack it? And you know they're like, hey, let's go win this thing. And my favorite thing about it is, is you look at what Notre Dame does, man, with that offensive line and Eskimi and those guys in the backfield. Hey, we're going to run it. We're going to trust our guys to pick it up. And once Hartman picked that uh, big fourth down up, man, you know, you sit there and they're just sitting there pounding with Eskimi. And he makes a heck of a run. Blouses. I mean, I, I thought it was a huge win. Um, big resume builder for them coming off, you know, the Ohio State loss. Um, it, it, it's a resume win. I, there's no way of really quantifying this, but I do think – the loss to to Ohio State and the way they lost, and then the way that they won at Duke, I think is going to prove dividends for them, and I think they're going to do something special at the end of the year. And th- this has proven to be kind of a crazy year uh, so far, so far, and and it feels wide open. There's no, you know, top two or three teams that are clearly ahead of everybody like we saw last last two or three yeah. years. And I asked you guys last week about does Notre Dame have a chance with one loss and no conference championship to get in the playoffs? And it was like, well, certain things have to happen, and and that's true. But if they happen, I do think. I think this is a different Notre Dame team uh, with Hartman, but I think they're even more different now because of the experience against Ohio State. And then following that, the win and the way that they won at Duke, 
I think this is a team that's got a lot of confidence. And, well, that's uh, what I was exactly what I was about to say. JP, the, the, I think I think it's the you know it's it's the, I think the coaching staff now has the confidence. Yeah, I think the players were good, were fairly yeah. good because they've got some veteran leadership and they've got talent at skilled positions that they probably haven't had in a while. But uh, what Hartman did and and. Freeman in his in his uh, in the on field conversation afterwards talked about how they learned from that. Hartman learned from that because he had a similar fourth down run against uh, Ohio State, yep. didn't get it, and so they learned from that. And that uh, I think they've learned a lot. So I like Notre Dame. I'm, I'm bullish on the Irish moving forward. I, I, I don't care what y'all say. Y'all throwing out the wrong name whenever y'all bringing up Notre Dame. Joe, Joe Alt. Joe Alt. I knew that was coming it, from, hey, from from Papa bro, Sweet over here, man. It, I'm with it, you though. This Motherfucker, he, he's going to be a top five draft pick uh, whenever he enters. Man, he he is he's out freaking standing. Plays you know, through the whistle six six eight yeah. uh, three thirty. Probably got mm. abs. I mean, he, he is a Greek <laughs> god mashing motherfuckers. Well, and I think that goes back to you know what you were saying, JP, about the confidence. You know, winning breeds confidence. Winning breeds winning. But when you can get that confidence and you can get that big win on the road against a ranked team, man, going into that next week, you know, your confidence is at an all time high. The coaching staff has confidence. Hartman has confidence. But you talk about. Can Notre Dame still get in the playoff? Can they still do what they need to do to be there at the end of the year? Man, it's, they're in that position because they don't have that conference championship game, but they also are just like anybody else. Hey, it's 1-0 each week because you don't know what's going to happen because it is so wide open right now. What? And to the point what Sweet said with Alt and that offensive line and Eskimo running behind them and those other two guys they got in the backfield, the freshmen, man, they're a matchup nightmare for some teams because they're going to slow that tempo down. Hartman still has the ability to go downfield. He's got to take care of the football, and they got to play defense, and you got to play with 11 guys, and they're going to be okay. And the way everybody's playing this year, I mean, there's going to be so Several one and two lost teams at, at yeah. The end well, of you the look year. at you look at this month moving forward. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good football games coming up. A lot of rank yeah. rank matchups coming up. That's going to dictate conferences and rankings and everything else. I mean, it's we're in for a fun slate moving forward, boys. Yeah, no question about it. And, and West to, to kind of wrap up the Notre Dame conversation. Um, much like you said, regardless of not having the conference championship, that schedule that they play. If any team who doesn't play a conference championship game has an opportunity based on their schedule, it's Notre Dame with what they had this year. Yeah, no doubt. And the thing, as you guys are sitting here talking about this game, we talk about a statement win at Duke in September. This isn't, a, this isn't basketball, boys. Say that this again. Say lot, that again, Wes. This says a lot about <laughs> what the Duke's done. Mike Elko, what he's done. Good absolutely yep. thrashing, you know, thrashing the Clemson in the home opener. And, uh, well, hell yeah. And if you ask Lou Holtz, <laughs> if you ask Lou Holtz, they're winning, they're winning the Super Bowl, by God. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't really expect oh, any love, Notre yeah. Dame love coming from West after the Lou Holtz thing, uh, but I'll take it. Hey, hey they're finding a way to win, man, and that's and that's yep. that's the, that's impressive. I yep. like how that's just maturity. Turned, he, he completely turned the question around to Duke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, no, it, it, that is a mature that is a mature group and a mature win, and uh, that that does speak, hey, I, uh, speak yeah, bigger. That is extremely hard to do. Come off a. a, a high-profile game like they did against Ohio State. You know, you're at the highest of the highs. All of a sudden, you just get, you know, you get beat. You know, I, I saw a clip where Alt said, yeah, I, I stayed up till 3 o'clock. I wish that's bullshit. Uh, watching watching, film. watching film. Come on, Alt. Go out with your boys. Have a good time afterwards. But anyways, uh, watching film to 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, 
it meant a lot to them. I mean, they're doing some good things, man. Finding ways to win, that's all that matters. That's yeah, all that's that matters. When everybody doubts them. All right. Uh, so um, we, we'll dive into the SEC and uh, we'll talk uh, a little Florida at Kentucky. Uh, as it was an early game, Florida was a two-and-a-half-point dog. You, uh, Kentucky was a favorite at home. And Ray Davis, Mr. Vanderbilt. Son of God, a that makes me sick. Bitch. Mr. Vanderbilt. 280 yards, something like that. Three, two, three touchdowns. I don't know. He he ran all over the Gators, 33 to 14. Yeah, 206 at halftime. Oh, I, say, I think he ended with about 278, and they pulled him with what? Oh yeah, five six minutes to he go. Could, what, what, Trevor, mean, me and Trevor were sitting here on the back porch watching it, and we started looking up statistics. Right, what is the most single rushing yards in a game? And we're like, holy shit, he's only what 60 yards away from this yeah. point, and he's going to break it. To and that, then, you know, it was wild because we were looking at. Either. I think it was 321 was the record and you know somebody back in the 60s and then uh was it McFadden who we said back in 07 that ended up tiny on the dot at 321 weird man um he had a you know obviously the game was out the game was taken care of you want to rest your catch you don't get nobody hurt man the injury bug is alive and well throughout college football like Riley Leonard going back to Duke man um you know brew we'll get into that a little bit but um maybe it's the right call but you know when you got a guy that close to making history you want to see it happen yeah yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so, a uh, big win for Kentucky, uh, and we'll switch over uh, down to Oxford. And uh, it was uh, the LSU and back and forth as, um, by the way, um, Bobby Boucher's backup and the uh, senior intern for Bubba Gup Shrimp, Cord Cole, is on the line with us. <laughs> What's up, Cord? <laughs> What's up, fellas? What's up, brother? <laughs> Not much, man. Just working. I, I, I'm disappointed I can't uh, be with y'all the whole show tonight, man. For sure, man. Missing you, missing you, but you, I, hey, man, we understand. Well, we... Yeah, we you know, won't. you got to pay the bills somehow. That's, yeah. that's right. All right, so... Uh, uh, dude, Oxford, just give him LSU. the floor. Give him the floor. It's yours, Let's my go, friend. Cord. What do you got to say? Trevor's been waiting. I've been waiting on this I mean, I know y'all haven't, and we and we we've somewhat talked about it throughout the week. But I we didn't I pretty talk much about nothing my... because you weren't responding to nobody. <laughs> That's why I said somewhat. I tugged the tail, man. I can't stand. You I can't the stand losing. Yourself, but I definitely hate losing to those assholes. <laughs> You know, man, it, it it was, dude. It's 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 something like I never thought I would see down here. You know, a, a, a dominant offense with a defense that literally can't get off the field, man. Yep. Uh, and 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 they, and Coach Kelly broke it down earlier this week, man. 30, 34 missed tackles for two hundred and eighty-eight extra yards after they watched film. Like, if you make what six, seven more of those tackles, you win that game going away. Well, I mean, you and, make, and, you and, make and three or four on the last drive, yeah, two man. Two or three, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, it's, that it's just it. it's it's disheartening. And the sad thing is, guys, like, I, I, and I know that the I know that the, the the it's disheartening for the players too. But good God, like the misses in the transfer portal. That's that's what's. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, <laughs> but here's dude. the thing, man. Let's let right, let's just dive in. Here's the thing: misses in the transfer portal can do that. But these guys were in a position to win that football game with less than two minutes to go, and the effort and the tackling and every yeah. execution, they had a chance to be there, and they did not execute. Cord, that's, that's not I, that's transfer what I'm saying, portal, though, though, brother. That, no, it it, it is. Though, that's like the thing that to me. It's 
fucking Ed Orgeron. No, no, but see, to me, no, no, no don't start that. Now we, we can get into that. Like I'm not, even, I'm not even getting that. Y'all aren't poking this. Y'all aren't poking this, this bear. Now, it, it, it so here's, like so here's, so here's, oh, so here's Cor, the deal. They are. Oh, but they are, Corey. No, I, I know they're gonna, they're gonna try to, and they're gonna try to, and then that's fine. Like I, I get it, I get it. And again, the, the, the. the you can do it. We, we can on. talk about that all day, but it, it comes down to nut cutting time, guys. Can you make a fucking tackle? I don't care about scheme. I don't care about coaching. No, the, the hell with coaching, bro. Like at some point, you just got to make a gosh dang tackle. Yeah, you got to make a play. And, and, and the Tigers couldn't do it. Seven hundred and eleven yards. That's probably Hello? a good thing that's yeah. You're, you're up. here. Yeah. Yeah, your your decibels yeah. on uh, on your cell coverage on the tower blew up down there, so you had to switch towers. <laughs> my, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just it's just it's just it's just inexcusable because it, it it literally came out at that point. Yes, you yes, coaching it falls back on the staff on on the on the on the recruiting of these guys and all that. But at some point, somebody's just got to nut up and make a tackle. Yeah, you got to make a play. and. Dude, you got to, and it was it was inexcusable what was going on there. It was laughable. I mean, what like, didn't it, what did LSU get up? LSU is, goes up two scores and just lets them walk back into the game. Essentially, yeah, dude, you're up. I mean, I was texting y'all the other night. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm an LSU. We're up nine. We're up nine with what, like five minutes to go, six, seven minutes to go, yep. and I'm like, hey guys, like, I'm 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 a LSU minus one and a half cover from hitting this eight leg parlay. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't hit. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, here's Good my – you can ask Les Brown. I, I, listen, I listened. I, I got sucked down in the bayou with you all week and just bought into LSU and the boys. And for, you know, what, 58 minutes of this game, we were correct, Cord. Hold on, Cord. Cord, did I, did I understand you correctly that you lost an eight leg parlay with LSU? That yeah. you, you got yeah. the first seven and lost LSU as the uh, eighth leg of the parlay. The thing he's not telling you uh, is the other uh, seven was still LSU and they had seven hundred yards. Oh. Off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's not telling you. I mean, the other the other ones were the other the other ones were LSU, LSU over thirty four and a half. Oh, God. Brian Thomas touchdown. They all hit. Yeah, like, they all, listen, me and Wes scored a touchdown for LSU when we sit on the back porch out here. They just couldn't stop anybody. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's easy. But like, I mean, coach, like, I mean, and here's, and and this is what it, and this is what it, it kind of frustrating is because I got we got people down here that are like, I mean, what a terrible play call on third and five when you're up, whatever the Tigers were up before they punted back to Ole Miss. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on, so you're pissed at the offense that scored 49 points tonight? Like yes, now they have to be perfect because because the it's and and don't get me wrong again, I love Coach House and Coach House what he did last year and all that and and Coach House is, is I have a feeling he's going to get things as right as he can this year. He just don't have the Jimmies and Joes. He like, don't have Jimmies and Joes are just soft. So who's they Coach House soft. for y'all? Is that offense coordinator, defense coordinator? That's, that's our DC. That's so our DC. My my one takeaway to that of uh, I mean obviously just not making the plays when when they presented themselves and the games on the line. But you know this game reminded me a lot of uh, you know Tennessee Alabama last year with the points scored, no defense, back and forth, back and forth. You know Tennessee got up big on Alabama, they come storming back, make it a game. Um, but one thing that concerned me for LSU man was the the lack of aggression from a defensive calling standpoint there at the end 
Dude, they're playing. They, they, I mean, what was it? They, had, they went, what, 92 yards, 80 yards, whatever. It was 80-plus yards there at the end to go score to win that game. And it was it, – dude, well, it was lackluster. It was. They, well, that they, was the thing. You knew – but my thing was, it was like when we had to punt the ball, I'm like, why – like – it, we were third. All right, we were third and five. We did a little rollout with Jaden. Malik gets pushed out of bounds. Could it have been a flag? Probably should have been. I said that. I will give you that. Yeah, it, sh- it should have been a flag, but whatever. I would have. I would preferred a, a power up the middle. We're, we're third and five at the forty-seven. Power up the middle. Give them two plays. Hey, we're getting this thing. We're gonna ice this game right now. Like because whether whether Ole Miss had to go forty yards or ninety four yards, they were going to score. But here's the thing: like, that, this we, goes we, back I to mean, my, this goes back to the conservative calling and on defense from my standpoint. Just sitting here watching this game, is what did Ole Miss do when they got that ball back? They went right with Quinshawn Junkins. They went <laughs> left with Quinshawn Junkins. They went right with Quinshawn yeah. Junkins, and they handed it right up the middle again, Ooh. and he took him across midfield. Man, that that, oh, that, was that is thing. absolutely. I mean, they were getting pushed around, and you're playing. Off almost yeah. like you're playing, not yeah. a prevent, but you're They're, playing. You're playing off ball. They haven't been able to the run outside. the ball. They haven't been able to run the ball all season, like all season. And then all of a sudden they come and push push us around. Yeah. I'm like, what are we doing? Junkins right goes here? for 170 plus. I think 177. And Shit, I mean, could have like had a I mean, dude, more. they had 700 yards of offense, yeah. the most ever in the history of our school. Yeah. Are you? Kidding me? And here's the thing, man. That wasn't a, you know, Wallace or uh, a Johnny Manziel or somebody from AM. This was yeah. Jackson Dart working yeah. at us. Jackson Dart, or might as well put fucking Walker Howard in there. He would have thrown for, I mean, damn, I could have thrown, excuse my language, I could have thrown for 300 yards on us that day. And I told go back, Trevor, I know you missed the first show, but go back and listen. I was like, man, I'm really worried about these DBs. And then after Florida State, I was like, hey, man that dbu shit and here's hey here's the worst part dude we would get them in like we would make stops on second down it'd be like third third and 11 night for the tigers right now don't give don't give the tigers third and 11 those guys were i'd like to go back and chart it to see how many third and eight pluses that they converted dude they they, we knocked them down in the first at 19 and jackson dart looked like he was fucking michael vick out there just (laughs) boom gone it was fucking ridiculous, dude. It's like, what the, what the fuck are we going to do this weekend? <laughs> well, good thing we is you might play We may give up 61. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm yeah. with you on the offense. And, JP, I'll kick it right back yeah, to fine. you. But, you know, you, you look at what, what Jaden throw for 420 and ran for 99 and had, you know, four, four through unreal. there. I mean, just He's absolutely unreal. hell of a showing from him. You know, the Diggs guy that you he were high on when you were back down. here, he goes for 100. You got neighbors and the other guy that's over 100. I mean, absolutely clinic offensively from LSU. Like, he that's, that's what you got to build on. But, dude. yeah, no, I mean, he looked great. Like, I think like he, it wasn't just it wasn't just like, hey, my guy is running open. Let me hit him in the chest. Like, a couple of those touchdown throws were like dropped in a bucket. Just yeah, boom, oh, yeah. Right if LSU there. wins that just, game, Jaden Daniels slides in right behind the three Pac-12 quarterbacks in the Heisman race, without a doubt. No, no doubt. I mean, dude, Jaden, Jaden. I mean, let, um, let me ask, let me ask the panel here. What right now? If, if the draft happens today, where's Jaden being drafted? What round? Is he? A, is he? A, is he? Has he snuck his way into the first round? He's behind Joe Alt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he's up there. I mean, you look at, you know, we're sitting here 
<laughs> on the porch watching <laughs> Sam Howell, Just Fields, two terrible teams that's going to have a chance yeah, to do it. But, God. I mean, you just look at the quarterback playing the league, somebody like Jaden Daniels is going to be able to translate to the league. Like, that's not a question. The question comes to you got to get stops. you got to be able to do something. you got to be a little 100%. more aggressive on defense and do what you do. You know, Perkins, Perkins didn't have a terrible game, but, you know, one thing that stood out to me on the Perkins thing, and then I'm going to get off of it, is, dude, you know, Quinshawn Junkins, he he goes for 177, has, a, well, I think, two tutties. But well, all I could watch, like, when, when LSU's on defense, my eyes are locked on Harold Perkins. All right? And Absolutely. him coming through, they go, you know, TE stunts. He comes around. He's got it. Dude, Quinshawn, all night long, did an absolute hell of a job of squaring him up in pass pro. His draft stock went through the roof based off that more than him going for 177 yeah. on that defense. Um, it, Absolutely. It just, man. And the kids cut kid. up, man. And you, you've been calling it all year. You're like, give the ball to Quinshawn. Give the ball to Quinshawn. And I'm like, well, give it to him this week. Fuck, we're going to stop him. I mean, they can't run the ball. Then that next thing I know, and Wes, Wes, you cut in on this because I keep hearing it from uh, T-Bob and them down here. All of a sudden, I look up. Our defensive line is a yard at the line of scrimmage. They're a yard and a half off the line. Yeah. And all and all T-Bob and them keep saying is that when Ed O was our D-line coach, and even when he was this and when he was going, he goes, "You want to be able to slide it, barely slide a credit card between you and the offensive line." Damn. Skinny, I mean, is that man. what he taught you guys? That's exactly the credit card alignment. That's the way he explained it, man. Yeah. The credit and that's card what alignment. they keep saying. And we're our D our D line's a yard and a half off the ball right now. Yep. What the fuck's going on? I don't know. Uh, that, that was one of the bigger disappointments, Cord, for me. That I'm watching, no matter what game I'm watching, I watch the defensive front. I watch the ends and tackles. Absolutely. And they're, they're getting pushed around. And then the effort, man. The effort wasn't there. Oh, the and, you know, late there in the game when Ole Miss went down and scored late and guys are standing around, you know, and they break another tackle, then, oh, shit, they try to kick in another gear. Yep. You know, I, that was extremely disappointing. Does that have anything to do with the being was, tired? I mean, that's a lot of plays, though, right? Yeah, no, hell no, tired, because look, look have, we had a, we had a guy, but even that's late in the game. We had a guy that went and charted everything, and, and I'll send it to you guys. Obviously, it's via Twitter, but it's like this guy a bad bad hustle play, bad this, and everybody was like, "Oh, that's happening late in the game." He goes, "No, this was happening in the first quarter." Like, aren't we taught on defense? Like, no matter where you at in the play, like run to the ball. Effort. In case chaos effort. happens, effort. Like run effort. to the ball. Good things happen when effort. you run to the football. And there was no, there's no effort on that side of the ball right now. And it's, it is fucking disheartening, guys. Like, I, I lived through the Les Miles years when we're, we're like, if we win a game 13 to 10, we're like, let's fucking go. Live and through. And now it's like, you won, damn, we you gotta, won we a national a championship. Offense. Come on, Corey. Yeah. You lived you, I mean, yeah, you no, no, through I, a I national championship. I, and I love Coach o. No, 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 I'm not Eating grass and come on. Making an offense, yeah, but he couldn't score. But he, but he couldn't score. But all of a sudden, now we have, we have one. We got a top five offense in the country, Goes and our cycles. defense is ranked one seventeen. Yeah, yeah, well, that's I, the way I, it goes. Very Rare, rarely do you have the balance. Rarely do you have what did, dominant what did offensive I say? defense. Yeah. What, but what did I say last weekend? I said, just give me an average defense. Yeah. This yeah. defense isn't even fucking close to average. Uh, they weren't. They weren't Saturday. But Ole Miss is above yeah. average offensively. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, they definitely were Saturday night. I mean, they, that's were, for sure. they were Saturday. They are. They were at least on Saturday. I mean, you look at what Dart done before then. It was you know whether it was Bama or um, who was the other game they had before the men. Dart. I mean, Dart didn't look great. That's for sure. I don't know if he looked I mean, look, average. Look what LSU did to him last year. I think they went up like fourteen three on us with Dart at quarterback. And next thing you know, they don't score another point. 
17-3. Yeah, but even last year you had a – I mean, besides, you know, was it October 8th down there? You had a different defense down there in Baton Rouge, brother. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> All right. No, no, no doubt. But like I said, it, it's, the miss, it's the misses in recruiting right now, man. It, I mean, it's what it is. Like, that's why, hey, just so you all know, my boy Deuce Chestnut no longer with the football team. We've seen that earlier. Didn't, didn't even tr- – Yes, started started against Florida State, chestnuts. didn't travel last year, is no longer with the team. Man. Yeah, chestnuts roast on a fucking open fire. But, you know, that goes back to, you know, you can say Syracuse or what you want, man, but that's a freshman All-American that transfers yeah. down there and can't produce. I mean, and not say, I mean, obviously, yes, what Syracuse was playing versus the talent that he's playing week in and week out, but, you know, we're week five at that point. And it's it's that ugly. I mean, he had all fall, he had all camp, all sun. I just, yeah, man. I I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would just completely weekend. just throw it, you know, on your Jimmys and Joes, man. It starts at the top. I, 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 to me, it is. To me, it's Jimmys and Joes. But now the Jimmys and Joes also reflect back on coaching, to where you got to recruit those guys. And we, I, I mean, all right, like I said, like I said earlier, our entire defensive back staff is is besides a couple freshmen. Our, our transfer guys and they're and this is the worst part they're like making a tackle and doing the sword stuff on second second down they do the sword and the next thing you know they give up third and 18 yep like stop celebrating dog well, stop all, celebrating all of Brian Kelly's best defensive coaches are head coaches now somewhere else yeah so, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, th- yeah, three of them. Yeah, they, they, hey, let's try uh, ten. Fre- I mean, shoot, we could put ten men on the field. Elko, I mean, they're all they're all head coaches yeah. somewhere else. All right, uh, yeah. Court. I know. Um, by the way, um, how's the Oktoberfest uh, beer flowing tonight? It's the Oktoberfest is jumping. I'm still banging back the Michelob Ultras in the Bud Light. What? So. what all right. So, 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 what is what is the what? What's the what's the best Oktoberfest that uh, that you guys uh, put out there, in your opinion? Uh, oh man, I, I, you, you know got, what? You've got All some of, micro stuff that that you know, yes, your company I mean, puts out there. I, so what I, do you I can like? Be honest best? with you. So so every every brand and every supplier that we have that puts out an Oktoberfest is delicious and absolutely tasteful. And anyone that you guys can get in your hands and try, we love them all. Was your boss sitting right next to you, Dan? I was about to say, man, that's a great. No, that was a great opportunity. No, no, it's not butthurt. I'm just saying no, that's a not. great opportunity right. for a plug fa- right hey, there for the boys. Hey, fa- fair enough, fair enough. I, I put you on the spot, and that's what I do when you came back with a fair answer. <laughs> hey, it's I, it. I, I will tell you that. this: my two trips to Baton Rouge, <laughs> sponsored by Cord and the company, um, and mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. So, um, I, I'm on that train. I promise you that. There you go. All right, hey, Cord, before we let you go, because I know you're, I know you're working um uh, real quickly uh looking at uh, lsu at missouri how how you feeling i mean is the house burning down you you got a shot at this game i mean you're favored on the road so so to me to me when i first saw that line come out when it came out at lsu six and a half that looks like vegas begging people to take missouri right and i know missouri can i know missouri can score but it looks like Vegas begging people to take Missouri, and they did. And it's bought now; it's bought back down to about four and a half now. I, I like the Tigers. I, I can't go against that offense. Of course, I like the Tigers I just, too in this matchup. Which one? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I like I like the good guys in this all in this matchup. Uh, yeah, I'm sure everybody else is going to pick Mizzou, and that and that's fine. But it looks like it. That six and a half looks like Vegas just begging. You know, if it had come out at three and a half, I'd have been like, ah, what are we doing? 
like people will be on the Tigers, LSU, people be on Mizzou, whatever. Mm-hmm. When they put it at six and a half, people are hammered Mizzou. I like us covering the six and a half. I do because of that offense. But Missouri I, I can score too, man. I know, man, Mizzou, just, I know Mizzou's studly. Huh? I was about to say, dude, Missouri can score points too. And they you look can. at that outing that you just had from Jackson Dart versus what Missouri's going to bring to the table with some similar out athletes I, I, out wide. I'm going to tell, you what, Mizzou, saying, hey. tell you what Mizzou doesn't have on that sideline. Mizzou doesn't have Lane Kiffin dialing it up. But you know what they do have going into this weekend? They're facing that Mevo. same piss-poor defense. No, they got the kickers. They do have Mevo. Mevo. baby. <laughs> Mr. 61-yard. Yeah, that shit. I can promise you, DBU ain't anywhere in that. Unless it's in, unless it's in Como, it ain't in Baton Rouge right now. We'll I get to the, we'll that. get to the picks. But here's my, yeah. here's my gambling pick for the weekend on this game is take the over, whatever it is, take the over. <laughs> Dude, I just, I just told T Bob, I'm like, I don't care what it is. If it's 78, if it's 178, <laughs> take it. hammer the over. Right. Hey, can I, can I, can I, can I throw one thing out there? Absolutely. Before cool. I get off the phone. Sure. So I asked a, a couple of weeks ago. We found out Greg Brooks had the the brain tumor. He had it removed or whatever. It comes out this week that uh, Greg ends up having a, a brain cancer that not a lot of doctors have seen. So there's a lot of prayers and thoughts going out to that man. And if uh, I know this isn't the segment, but if I can cut the cord, the one cut the cord I have that probably affects everybody and everybody's family is f- cancer man absolutely yeah. figure out a way to hey Amen. do me a favor pray for that guy you let's get it, him man. back and healthy let's get him going good and uh and living a healthy life again i appreciate you guys calling me i want to speak i can't wait to be back with y'all next week um Hey, go, go Tigers. Gord, That's all I got to say. Gord, keep your head up yeah. because it could be worse. You know why? You I c- could be Vandy? No, no. <laughs> <Too shy. laughs> However, you, you could have been 0-6 last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. Hey, but it, oh. hey, aren't I still in first oh. place, though? <laughs> You are, Cord. Yes, you are. Yep. There you go. Now, now I'm like the now I'm like the smartest kid in summer school looking at my standings, but I'm still in first place. <laughs> like I'm the tallest dwarf, like the smartest kid on the short butt. Like I know, like it, it, it's what it is. Like, no, no, nobody, then. nobody can fit all of that shit into one little tight little box like you, Cord. Hey, you've been living that life your yes. whole life. Right. I know. I know. I have. Hey, hey, I might stand five foot nine on a good day with spikes on concrete, but I live like I'm six foot five. Amen. Love That's you guys. Have a great night. I'll see y'all Love later. You, Love Appreciate you, brother. you, brother. All right. <laughs> Bobby so, Boucher's backup right getting, there. Getting back to Saturday night, you know, we're sitting here on the back porch <laughs> in the same setting. You know, we're down. We're no. screaming at the TV. We're pulling for LSU. Trevor's got money on him. And, you know, unfortunately – Lose the game. Trevor says, F*** this, man. I'm burning it. Well, what the f*** are you talking about? You burning what? He went in there. Cord left a hat here from mm. his trip down a couple weeks ago. I saw a picture of that. Did that actually happen? Oh, hell. God, it did. <laughs> Caroline, God bless Mama C. She's, you can hear in the back of the video. I had to record it right as I'm off. I'm yeah. going to have to f***ing hammer his ass. I'm going to have to send this to him. Trevor throws that damn thing down in there. Throws a lot of fluid to it. <laughs> Hits that lighter, and then the flame wasn't good enough. Throws more lighter fluid to it. Burns that thing to a crisp. We sent it to Cord. 
I, I felt better after it. I mean, I'm not yeah, gonna lie. You know, I felt better. You, you the had, question yeah. is, how did Cord feel? Honestly, he probably still ain't watched the video because he was too busy on with his Twitter fingers that night. But I, you know, that's the thing. I will say this. You know, we're we're always pulling for LSU over here, man. Hell right. I, I'll rock with them whether we got money on them or not. But you know, even even at the end, man, I stood up standing right here at the edge watching. Um, we got the game on, and you know, what was it? You know. 40-something seconds left. They're going down the field, and I'm telling Wes and, uh, you know, Chuck sitting over here beside us, and I'm like, neighbors. I mean, I had all the confidence in the world that they were still going to oh, go yeah. down and score right yep. here. I mean, that's how that game had the ball went. Last. Yeah. I yeah. really thought. So, I mean, it was, it was, it was like I said, it, re- it did remind me of Tennessee-Alabama a little bit of last year with the points that were scored and the back and forth and this, this, and that, and the lack of defense for that matter. But, uh, dude, it was a fun game to watch. Yeah, fun I, atmosphere. I was say it was a great game to watch. Yeah, it was a – honestly, I mean, I know we'll probably get into it, but, uh, you know, the Georgia-Auburn game, like, it was a great Saturday of football. Again, I mean, it's – Week five, and you know we haven't had a disappointing weekend yet. It's like we say every week, man, it's the best sport around. We, well, it needs to slow down. Yeah, no kidding. Well, let, let's just go to the plains there, um, Auburn, Georgia, and and I was I was down at uh, Fort Walton Beach at a family reunion uh, with a bunch of people that are originally from Northwest Florida, which is big Auburn country, right? Mm-hmm. And and all of my cousins, my, my closest cousins, first cousins. Uh, all went to Auburn. So we, we had our, our reunion started about uh, 10, 10.30 that morning, and we finished up about 2, 2.30, and uh, everybody was wrapping up and like, okay, all right, so where are we watching this game, all right? Because we got a bunch of Auburn people. So we found a spot in the lobby, and, and there was a bar there too, so we were able to go back and forth, and we had a spot. So we had about 10 of us uh, there watching this game and a bunch of Auburn people. And they were, they were thrilled. They were just happy to be there, happy to be there. And uh, uh, Auburn played well. Auburn played well. Now, the question is, again, you know, I ask this every week, is this more about Auburn or more about Georgia? To me, it's more about Auburn. The difference from week to week, the changes they made coming into that Georgia game, you know, interchanging the quarterbacks. I think Thorne was the running quarterback. You know, they had a tough time defending him the entire time. Uh, Auburn did a great job on some of their schemes on defense, disguising some stuff, taking away Bowers early. Um, Bowers ended up getting them there at the end of the game. Shit. Um, man, it's that was a half. difference it maker, was. man. Holy sure. hell. I'm going to get to that, too, in another segment today. But, I mean, it was it was a fun game to watch. Didn't see it being that close after watching Auburn the previous couple weeks. But, like I said, kudos to the, that staff and you and them being able to make the necessary changes to compete. They gave themselves a chance to win that game. Um, it, I still think Georgia's up there. I mean, I'm it, not taking them off. I mean, it's hard it's, being up top for as long as they've been. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. it is. That's not sustainable. And the yeah. fact that they not, continue to do it, yeah, hats off. At the end of the day, all that matters is being 1-0 and week in, week out. Yeah, and that's, that's right. what Georgia continues to do. They got, well, a, they got a one in that W column this week, and, and Auburn yep. does not. I that's mean, right. At the, end of the, at the end of the week, that's all that matters. One thing we know for sure, Brock Bowers is a stud. Oh we knew God. that, but, man, he just proved it again. Is, is there something like above a stud? You know, cat or a dog. They're going to rename I mean, the Mackey the tight end award to the Bowers award. I mean, like it's, it's unbelievable. It was impressive, man. That son bitch is sold to him. He's he just went out and bought. Yeah. It. Yep. There you go. All right. Uh, let's see. What have we? Oh, A uh, and M uh, handles business over Arkansas, thirty-four twenty-two. A and M was a six and a half point favorite, but they win. Uh, yes, sir. This one I right mean, here. Solid this one showing, right here on but the Arkansas. The only one. What sucks? <laughs> Wait, what is Arkansas? Still, uh, what, what is Texas A and M too? I mean, it is hard to tell. Like, yeah, I think Arkansas is bad. Th- yeah, I think I think A and M's okay. 
I think Arkansas is bad. I I think think A&M did enough cool things on offense to make it run. And I think you look at that close game that Arkansas had with LSU, and at the time we're like, dang, man, you know, KJ's got this team rolling. Um, you got Rocket Sanders back there in the backfield. You're like, hey, they're going to do what they do with a Sam Pittman team. They're going to be able to run the ball. KJ Jefferson's going to be able to make plays with his legs and take those shots downfield. But Didn't looking happen. back on it, it's more indicative of what LSU's defense was at the time when you see what Arkansas's done the last two weeks. You know, it's been – I mean – Quite frankly, piss poor, man. There's no identity. There's no gumption about him. I mean, sweet. The 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 offensive line king over here. That is Sam Pittman's that's his, honey hole, man. And, and that's and what he does. Really I mean, a piss poor. I mean, yeah. All right. Um, tell you what, uh, we will uh, – let's go ahead and uh, take a break. We'll talk Tennessee, South Carolina. We return. Plus, our features are Cat of the Week. To do what we do, sweet talking. We already got a little precursor of Cut the Cord later on, a trip to Alumniville and our pick six. It's all coming up. Southern Roots Football Show, week six on Southern Roots Radio. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. And Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music. The best of American Noshery all in one place. Society American Noshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music row, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay with us. Don't forget, coming up, uh, it is... Uh Veterans Day. It is Fly Fest hanging out at uh, the Lawrenceburg and Lawrence County Airport uh, as uh, they will have fantastic music, food, all kinds of cool. You can take some air, uh, airplane rides honoring veterans, performances, as I mentioned, music, Velcro Pygmies along with uh, Seared Mays, uh, also Amazon Van and Roadside Mattress, food trucks, and so much more. It's Fly Fest Saturday, November 11th. Starts at 5 p.m. Get your tickets at etix.com. Fly Fest, brought to you by Society American Nashery. Welcome back in. Southern Roots Football Show. Jack Plan alongside uh, our captain, Trev McAnally, Mr. Uh, Strength, Charles Sweeten, and, um, and our emotional captain over here, 
Mr. West Brown. Did I, did I get Brown. emotional? No. I, well, maybe I may, I may mess around and get emotional here in a minute. Get a little slurping. There's, uh, well, I got, I got, some, I got a few certain words that I'm just holding back okay. for a specific. Your cat of the week. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before. We <laughs> Go ahead, JP. Sorry about that. That's all right. Before we get into our uh, cat of the week, which will lead our features off here in segment two, we do need to talk about the balls uh, as they had a big game against South Carolina. Blackout night. I, I don't know the guy. I guess blackout night. They wore the black jerseys and black helmets. And Trev, the lone soldier on the balls with that 12 and a half point spread. And the balls covered it 41 20. They get a yeah, win over the Gamecocks, South Carolina. Uh, so. Uh, Wes, did you see what you wanted to see? Yeah, I was extremely, extremely pleased with the defense. Defense, uh, James Pierce can just continues to get after it. Elite. Like, uh, you know, Elite. secondary was good. I mean, Rattler, what, 170 yards passing. Um, you know, we got after their ass. And, and a lot of that is, I mean, it was an elite environment. So, I mean, any offense is going to struggle in, in that type of in that type of environment. But the, I thought our tackling, holy shit, man. Very rarely did we miss a tackle. Guys getting extra yards after the, after the initial contact. I'm extremely pleased with, with what we saw in the defense. Got a few things. We had a few turnovers. A couple turnovers that were ugly on Joe. Two bad uh, picks. Two bad picks. Um Ran the ball well. Dylan Sampson continues to be the guy that we need to need to feed. Um, sucks, absolutely sucks losing Brew McCoy. And that was a gruesome for a kid that um, has been nothing but a damn first class kid since he's been at Tennessee. And you kind of, yeah. when we first got him, you thought, God, that, I, this guy may be a shithead. No, he's been a model, model teammate, model guy. Um, Plays the he, game that we're out way. I mean, yeah, a, a guy that we're gonna we're gonna miss big time. So we got there's some scuttlebutt about D Williams getting the ball on offense. We talked about it earlier. That's exciting, you know. But, but going to be tough to replace a, a Brew McCoy. It is, and uh, you look at it as, you know, it, with the, being a Tennessee and being in a hype offense, the way that, you know, the recruiting's been, the year that we had last year, um, I think it's at the point where it is, is next man up. You know, it is tough. You look at it, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, that's three years in a row where the injury bug has took away, you know, one of the premier guys one on of our offense. You guys. know, Tillman in 20, um, Hendon last year against South Carolina, and now Brew. Um, you know, I'm with you, Wes. Uh, you know, T's and P's up for speedy recovery for Brew. Um, I hope we get to see him wear the orange and white again. Hope he comes back for another year. But main thing is, is he gets that, you know, gets that ankle healthy and, you know, continues to do what he does, whether it's with us or in the league or whatever. But um, it's just, it's sad to see a guy – it's sad to see anybody go down for the year, especially when you're in contention and you're making plays like Brew does. Um, but, man, for a guy like that, like you said, stand up, plays the game the right way, all-American teammate, man, that, that's just tough. And um, But, you know, the beautiful thing is is the continuity we've had in recruiting and um, with Hypo is next, next man up. Who wants to step up? Who wants to make some plays? How can Hypo and Halsey get creative with that offense to get other guys involved um, in Brew's place? Um, you look at what Squirrel White did on the outside and in the slot – 
and you know taking you know a jet here and there taking some quick arrow screens being able to go down and catch that you know that that's an all-american catch down there getting mauled you know on that big pass that joe underthrew a little bit still comes away with it you know he had a huge game what freshman steps up? Um, I think this was a huge building block. You know, Wes hit on it with the defense. You know, I think every week, you know, you take away Florida. And Florida was an effort game to me at that point with what defense defense did. But each week, Tennessee's defense has continued to progress and continue to step up. And they're playing better as a unit. You know, you're missing Pali. You see Arian Carter step up, make plays. Elijah Herring's stepped in and, and that starter role and is just all over the field. Um, your young guys, you know, listen, James Pierce, man, uh, you said it. Nah, you know, I, I just come in delete, man. He, he is the guy that we're going to watch on Sundays. He He's going to have – I mean, you, you compare him to a Derek Barnett or even, yeah. you know, the GOAT Reggie White, what they've done at whoa, this stage. Whoa, no, no, whoa. listen, I'm oh, just comparison. You look it's at their comparisons, okay. where they are he's at this sophomore. stage of this career, at their age, what they've done, where they're at, he's right there with them. I, I mean, he is. And then you look, you know, on the opposite side, you know, Tyler Barron's still doing big things. Bryson Easton, big O. And then you look at another young guy, um, Joshua Joseph, man. He, he's yeah. another guy that's just absolutely playing his tail off. He's, it's fun to watch when you have that. When you're able to go down the field and score the way that a hyper-led offense is, Joe takes care of the football, and we can figure out the passing game a little bit. Tennessee's gonna Tennessee's got a chance to do some neat things, man. Um, you know, you hit on it with Dylan Sampson, absolute playmaker, Jalen Wright, Jabari. I think all three of them found yes. the end zone the other night, run for 250-plus. Like, Tennessee's, what, fourth – Fourth or fifth in the country in, in Russian. And, you know, these guys, they're averaging, I think, 6.2 a pop right now. When you play with that kind of tempo, you talk about fast, 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 and they swing passes and taking the shots with him. But you can get 6.2 a pop with these guys. You talk about wearing down a defense. It's going to be fun going into SEC play, man. Big stretch of games ahead, but I like where Tennessee's at. But it comes back to the point I bring up all the time. Yes, they look damn good at home. Can yeah. they do it on the road? That's 100%. I mean, that, You're uh, exactly right, bud. Well, and that's the thing is you got to carry it over. You got to get healthy on this bye week. You got to carry it over. You're going to have another electric atmosphere at 2.30. You know, check or kneeling with A&M. It's going to be, you know, it's got a chance to be, you know, a top 25 matchup with A&M coming in, depending on what they do this weekend. Let them take care of business, build on that, and then you're going into Alabama saying, okay, here we are again, you know. Um, and, and that's one of those games where on the road, that, that like last year was a staple win. That was over that hump win where it's like, all right, hey, we've arrived. This year, if you can go down there and you can take that win on the road, man. It's huge. Uh, a couple of takeaways that, that I'm hearing you guys. Uh, one, uh, the defense getting better, as you mentioned. Shouldn't that Florida game be at the end of the year? Man, I, should we move that game? I, I, I don't play them so. in the fucking concrete park lot in the middle of fucking June. I don't care. That game will piss me off the rest of the entire year. And that's my thing. I, is, I don't is give a you shit when we defense play Defense has it. been good all year long, besides Florida. And you look at it, and you look at like you know, I've seen everybody talk about Kamal Haddon. You know, made made a bunch of big plays. PFF came out. You know, he's ranked top ten. And you know cornerbacks, DBs in the country. My thing about Kamal Haddon this entire time, we're sitting there talking about him with that Florida game, and with some of the other guys throughout the Florida game, was pure blown effort. The same conversation we just had with Cord about LSU's defense. When you're on defense, man, you got to rally the ball. you got to tackle. you got to do what you can do to make plays, to get these guys down, to give your offense a chance. And at Florida, we didn't. Well, that's but what the saying, beautiful that. thing about it is, JP, is – 
That that game is long gone. It is. You come out, you do what you do at home against South Carolina, you continue to get better, you wash it from your brain, and you're 1-0 each week from here on out. Yeah, I, I just think a game of that magnitude that means so much, a rivalry like that, Let's yeah, let's, la- move, the, let's the, move it to the later in the year. Well, the last time that was the case, it was super unfortunate. It yeah, nine eleven. Nine eleven, and Tennessee you know, whooped them down in the swamp. Well, I mean that was well, it was back and forth. That yeah. was, that was the game to decide the East. Who's uh-huh. going to the SEC championship game the next week? Man, that was. And I'm so glad Cord's not here to fucking remind us who won the SEC championship game <laughs> next week. Mm-hmm. But yep. that that former and that was that was a f- classic former Spurrier game right there. Mm-hmm. And no matter when it is, it's always going to be a battle. But you know, Sweet said it best: Can you win those big games on the road right now? And that's what Tennessee has to overcome. You look at the one last year with South Carolina at South Carolina. You look at Florida this year at Florida. Your next big road test is the biggest one of all on yeah. our schedule. It's just as what funny sometimes that this is the first conference game for both teams yeah. every year. Yeah, that that's the that's the only issue. Such I a big game being the first too. conference yeah. game. But and, you I know, mean, you both, can play. both teams aren't even finished playing their cupcakes the rest of the year. But here's yeah. my thing, JP. Play devil's advocate. To your point is is you know you look at it now. It's like all right. So if we played them later in the year, we're already down brew. You know, God forbid, you knock on when you're wood, healthy. what if somebody else goes down? What if we lose, you know, one of these key guys on defense? I'm not even going to bring up names because I don't want to speak it into existence. But there's so many hypotheticals at that point. Wes said it best, man. It don't matter if they line up on this back porch, they line up here in the yard or concrete parking lot. You got to take care of business when that game's scheduled. And Tennessee has failed to do that over the last, what, 23, 24 years? I mean... It's it's just one of those things you got to overcome that hump, and this year wasn't the year. But it's like we talked about. Hey, everything, every goal is still in front of Tennessee, and that's all that matters. That's true. But just play devil's advocate. You know, last year they would have beat them. Well, they did beat them last year. But I mean, you see how how much Tennessee's typically better at the end of the year. Yeah, but it could have been are. if it was at the end of the year last year, you would have been, have been Joe instead of Hendon. You say that, and then lost right. to South Carolina. Shit, last year's Joe. Bolt raised Clemson. Yeah, no. So, I mean, no, we would have dog walked Florida's ass last year. I think so. But, I mean, shit, that was a close game earlier. It's just one of those, a lot of woulda, coulda, (laughs) shoulda. You got to take care of business. You got to put your hand in the dirt and go at it. You do. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it's just hypothetical. On the first of this topic. Shit don't matter. You got to take care of business on the road. It's just from a hype standpoint. It's on the schedule. Tennessee, Florida's big. No matter two teams are dog shit. But one reason, you know, one thing I like about it being the first SEC game is it does. It can set the tempo. Yeah. Either team for both, and teams, you can yeah. harness it and you can move forward with it. See, like Tennessee coming off that L, you know, they've had two good showings. You look at Florida, <laughs> what has happened to them? I mean, that is that's what'll piss you off, yeah. I mean, exactly 1000. percent I think that's my first 1000 percent well day, but I mean, 1000. percent I mean, I agree with you, Wes. It's just you know, like. I mean, just going back to it, is Tennessee still has everything right in front of them. You got to be one and zero each week, and the rest takes care of itself. Yep. But but as a fat guy, I'd much rather play that bitch in October. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, no doubt. Especially if you go in the swamp. Yeah. No question. No question about it. All right, uh, we do uh, here in this second segment. Uh, we like to feature our guys here and their. Uh, feature of the week, and we always start with one West Brown and our cat of the week. Picked off by West Brown, and Brown, his final play is a collegiate here at home, scores a touchdown. That's the way you finish off senior. 
senior night if you're West Brown. We talk about the ultimate motivator. We talk about building a culture. We talk about flipping a roster in a short amount of period of time. Oversell it, overbelieve it, overachieve it. You're skipping. And that's, that's it, what this guy's got beyond. going. And these kids will run through a fucking brick wall. Yep. And hell, I would too right now. Baca, I'm not going to tell you again. Jinx cannot flush the toilet. He's a cat, for Christ's sake. All right, uh, Wes, uh, coming off the, uh, his own version of Cut the Cord last week against uh, Lou Holtz, but uh, I, I, I has may, some Cats of the Week. Look here, I'm going I'm to talk about a few guys. I'm going to get something off my chest. It oh, may turn into a, Get something off his chest. Uh, we ain't got nothing but time. Bro. Hold on, it, do you it, need to wait for Sweet to get back I, here to get something off his chest? Well, I mean, you know, well, let's start Let's start with the Cats that stood out to me. Okay, all right. All right, now, I'm going to keep it close to home. I'm going to keep it, keep it with Tennessee. We talk about James Pierce. All right. This guy is, is had nine pressures Saturday night, two sacks. Guy was all over the place. He affects he affects the game in so many ways. And if you can have a guy on the defensive front that you got to dedicate a chip or two, you got to dedicate a double team to, and then you got some guys, the other three guys that can go like Tyler Barron. So Tyler Barron's got four sacks. Pierce has got five sacks. Pierce Pierce could right now possibly have eight to ten. Like the, the, this dude is doing things right now on the defensive front in a position that I played that I absolutely love, that I just freaking study and watch no matter what level of play that we that we see on TV or, you know, on the field on Friday night is impressive as hell to watch. And as a sophomore, what he's got the chance to do when you look at the statistics and you look at what he's doing as a, as a sophomore – is very comparable to what Barnett and what a guy who we all know and Reggie fucking White's doing. Let's hope he continues what he's doing. I'm going to be, I'm going to tread lightly on this next cat, and that's Kamal Haddon. This dude has been booed mm-hmm. during player intros, and look here, this guy's not getting paid. Well, fuck you. <laughs> NIL. He's not, he's not a professional athlete. If a guy's playing on Sundays, he's performing like shit fans boo him well that's his job man Mm -hmm. the kudos to this kid last year at south carolina when we got boat raced i was ready to boot his ass off the team because all he did was run his fucking mouth more than he did anything and this kid has done nothing through the five games right now but gotten progressively better where he is a guy that you may stay away from out there on the island so kudos to him for keeping his head down working ignoring all the shit that's going on so i i commend that son of a gun before I go on my little rant, oh boy, how can you go about talking like talking about a cat of the week without talking about Brock Bowers? Yes, he's you. You take okay. You got a running back like Derrick Henry can take over a game for Alabama. Unreal Heisman ran t- over two thousand yards. You got quarterbacks can take over a game. You got wideouts can take over a game. How many times have you seen a tight end? <laughs> Tight end just take over a game. You Man. know the damn ball is going to him. One-handed catch after one-handed catch. Just absolutely difference maker. It just the kids struck are people off. Unreal. Yeah. He is unreal for what he's doing. Coming back in the route and getting it across the he's, defender. I mean, he's was, a cheat code. Yeah. He's a cheat code. <laughs> All right. Now, this is going to be the last damn thing I say about South Carolina. <laughs> they want to talk about this being our fucking Super Bowl. Ah, that's what I was Knew waiting that on. was coming. This is what I was waiting on. Hey, and I'm surprised it took this long well, to get to Well, because I'm going to say it. I'm going to say my piece. I'm going to be fucking done with it. I didn't, going to I didn't bring it up because I really thought you were going to bring it up earlier, so I'm glad you did because I'm going to thoroughly okay. enjoy this. Uh, Spencer Rattler, bud. You went off on us last year. You couldn't fucking piss in the ocean this year. 
right? So don't deflect when you get your fucking ass kicked and call it, well, yeah, I mean, it was a Super Bowl. We don't rush the goddamn field. Excuse my language here. We don't rush the fucking field when we beat South Carolina. <laughs> we don't rush the field when we beat South Carolina. We don't smoke cigars in the locker room when we beat South Carolina. When we beat South Carolina, we go sing the fucking alma mater and we take our asses to the fucking locker room because that's what should happen, okay? Your damn bitch-ass coach over there jumping up and down when it's 31 17, whatever it was, you know, jumping up and down, yeah, we get a turnover, whatever, we go down and score again on your ass. Fuck you. Like, you get hyped to play us, we showed up, we kicked your ass, we're on to the next one, you're still talking about us being your, yeah. that you're our Super Bowl, man, get the fuck out of here. First Enjoy time the Gator ever Bowl playing in Neyland too, and gets the full effect of it. Yeah. That, that, that's what I absolutely love, because the performance that he had was absolutely piss poor and it couldn't have better and you look at the guys like Pierce and Joseph and Barron and everybody else that was in his face or not but hey when he did have time what does he do he airmails a pick six yep. right pre-snap penalty after pre-snap penalty after pre-snap penalty you can call it the Super Bowl all you want but you played in the best environment that that kid's ever gonna play into because South Carolina ain't winning shit past some more regular season games point blank period yep. And he sits there. I'm with you. You said it best. He wants to run his mouth about this past week, about it being a Super Bowl. And Deflect saying, hey, all you want. Let's move forward and do something different. Nah. Him and Beamer, one and the same in my opinion. Eat it. Chumps. <laughs> there you go. Last laugh uh, is shaded in orange for sure after uh, what happened last year and last week. All right, uh, it is time to uh, continue on, and let's do what we do, as Wes just did. I kept saying, do what we do, do what we do, do what we do. That's why you do what we do. That's why you do what you do. You keep doing what you do. Do what you do. Do what you do. Do what we do. Trust it. There's a lot of different like routes I thought I could go on this, but there was one that just stuck out to me all weekend. I gave it to a team. I gave it to a unit. Um, I gave it to one single player with the kicker from uh, Missouri. Missouri. That's right. The walk-off boot. But I'm coming back right behind it, giving it to one more individual, and it's Brock Bowers. You stole my thunder a little bit on it because all this guy does is make plays. We were watching that game early on, and it's like – Watch them. I mean, they're going to find Bowers. They're going to find Bowers. It'd be, it, Bowers was really – I mean, he's blocking his tail off. He's getting to the next level, doing everything correctly. But when it was third down and they needed that big conversion or they needed him in crunch time in the second half in the fourth quarter, we're sitting here watching it. And I'm telling Wes, like, they watch this right down the scene. It's going to be the Bowers. Dude be in double coverage, and he goes up he one-handed, looking, and he, he makes looking it. At nobody else. Ain't nobody else. And listen, if I had him on my team, Shit, I wouldn't be I either would if I was under center. But the do what we do goes to Bowers because all he does is make plays, man. At any at any point in the game, man, that is the biggest safety blanket in college football. One of the best tight ends. He will go down as one of the best college tight ends, and he's going to play on Sundays for a long time. Dude's an absolute stud. I mean, stud. absolute stud. And he opens up so many other dudes. Like he the, does. The, there was another tight end, or I don't know if they play him H-back. Fullback and tight end number four, yep. another another guy running wide open down the seam yep. because yeah, you got, you the got all right? the attention mm-hmm. on Bowers running yep. across the field. The, he is such a difference maker for that offense. 
he deserves all the credit and, and more. You know, that's the thing about even, you know, with a tight end, and Sweetie will love this, or with an offensive line, somebody that's going to do some things that's not going to. Now, tight end's still going to score them touchdowns. They're going to get their catches. They're going to get their targets. But they do a lot of that dirty work, that grunt work. And Bowers is great at it. Mm-hmm. Bowers, he gets in there. He does. And, he you know, stick Georgia, his nose in there. they line him up um, Saturday. They line him up at H back. They line him up at fullback. They gave him a end around and direct snap to pick up a first down. The guy's a baller. Like I said, all he does is make plays, man. And, and, and a fantastic name for, for what he does. For sure. Great tight yeah. end name. Yeah. Great. Great yeah. tight end name. All right. Uh, well well done. All right. Uh, let's uh, get a little sweet talking. Get ready for the bleep. He stole that fucking line from me. I did do that during my college years. I get in a two-point stance. I just freaking hurled right in front of the defender. Hey, that goes to your offensive line. That goes to your coaches. That goes to you. Quit blaming everybody else. It is your problem. Everybody driving out there. Nobody touching. Keep driving, everybody. Drive, drive, drive. That is dumb. You look dumb. Hey, I mean, don't hold back, sweet. I mean, Tell me you really feel. Hey, what, what was his name? It doesn't Hurt. matter what his name is. <laughs> LSU's going to be freaking dogs in the trenches. See, sweet, you are a smart man. I, I, I got something else I'm going to talk about, but first we're going to start off with Corbin was talking about being on goal line, short yardage, and running A-gap power. I, I just want to say it, that is very difficult to run an A-gap power on short yardage. You got too many people in the gaps. It's not going to fucking work, Cord. So, you know, uh, maybe you meant something different. <laughs> I'll forgive you. Wait, but Sweet, uh, will, will you describe exactly what A-gap power means? Well, you got you got you got gaps. You got your A gap. You mm-hmm. got your B gap. You yep. got your C gap. Short yards. That's left to right, correct? Uh, we'll, we'll go either side. We'll, either, either side. side. Either side. Either, A's, B's, either, either side. Okay. You know, power. You got down blocks. You got a kick block, and you got a wrap. Okay. Or you can go gap power, and you will have like a your tight end or your 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 tackle will lock the end man on the line of scrimmage. You don't need the kick block, and you're just going to have the wrap from the guard. Okay. Well, fuck, Court. You can't do that on a gap whenever gap's covered. So, you know. It's hard I, to do it in the phone booth. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it meant something else. I'm going to forgive his ignorance right here. <laughs> but get, Cord wants to get under center and fucking run the ball. Yeah, and yeah, rightfully yeah, so. I, I, I that's what he's getting I, at. I think that's yeah. what he meant. And rightfully so. <laughs> that but, is what but, he meant. But, you know, as a, me being me, that bothered me the whole fucking podcast. And I've been quiet over here, <laughs> waiting to bitch about cord, talk about power, and the you know, come on now. All right, what what, what I really want to talk about, Ole Miss. Hey, congrats on the win. You rush the field. All I'm saying is, if you run out there and you try to you know, you, you call an LSU player a bitch or a pussy or Ooh. whatever the hell under the world, that bow got hey, ripped. You deserve whatever the hell comes to you. Uh, uh, under penalty of football law, you deserve to get your ass kicked. Uh, Ole Miss fans quit bitching about your guy coming on the field, an LSU player putting hands on him. Because if you come out there in that moment, one, you don't – I mean, I, I get it. I love it. Fans rush the field. You have a good time. Part of college football. It's part of college it football. It is. It's part of any football. 
you know. Tread lightly. But but you tread lightly. You want to go out there and you, you want to pick on a, a very extremely large human being <laughs> in a very bad time of weakness that he is very frustrated yeah. and you are surprised when he puts hands on you and throws you. First of all, he puts you down to the ground really freaking quick, bro. Don't get up calling him a pussy when a security guard's holding you back. So, you know, yeah. that's just your public service announcement. You come on the field. You, you are, got 85 emotional guys that are trying to sit there, get off the field, get back to their style. locker room. Do not go. And that's the thing. Rush the field. Like Wes said, that's college football. That's what makes it go great. Go celebrate with your team. Go celebrate with your team. Do what you want to do. Take the goalposts, but let the players. They're kids, man. It's 80. It, they, they are kids. That is what it boils down to. I don't care if it's a fifth year, seventh year, it's a freshman. They're kids. They're there in college. And like Sweetie said, it, it, they, it's a hostile environment. And they're emotional, man. They, they just laid their light, laid, laid it all in line all week long to get to that point, and they take an L. It's emotional. It is. I, I want to say one more thing about LSU. Hey, can we? I mean, Ole Miss. Oh, can we Ole talk Miss, about? Ole Miss, Ole Miss, can we talk about some garbage? Can we talk about? Can we talk about when some Tennessee garbage? and Ole Miss played in England Stadium in 2021? We catch a couple shit calls, right or wrong, and indifferent. Tyler Barron still scored on that, by the way. Right it's still wrong, a scoop and score. Indifferent. You got some fans that throw some shit on the field. Man, it was a fucking special segment on ESPN just shitting on Tennessee fans. Yep. We ain't heard a damn thing about Ole Miss fans throwing shit all over the field after they got wronged. Yep. So come on now. Come on, national media. I'm calling you out. And if you're going to be fucking listening, you, that's wrong. <laughs> that's it wrong. Is. Oh, they're listening. The first, wrong. the first thing I seen about it after the fact, when we sat here and talked about it and seen it in the broadcast, when they got on the PA and they made the announcement, was that Z issued them a $75,000 fine for them thrown out there. And that was via that's Twitter. It. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Nobody's it. picked it up. <laughs> Nobody's complaining about it. Nobody's getting on there and talking about it on the McAfee. Nobody's talking about it on ESPN, anything else. It, it, it's just, it's so one-sided when it comes to that. But Orange is bad, apparently. There you go. Sweet, you got more notes or, or are you good? No, I'm good. Oh. I got my bitching done with. Okay, you pulled your notebook out like you had more to say. <laughs> there you go. Can we, uh, I mean, let's just hit on that one more time. Imagine okay. rushing the field and seeing a guy that looks like this right hey, here. Look no at way. Coach Sweet. Hey, you going to catch his father's hands? You going to come up? On him? Come on, baby. Oh, we'll be I'm, better. I'm Enjoy not going to be real. Billy Badass and run up and call him a shit, bitch no. or some shit. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Ain't no All way. right, we head to Alumniville and our pick six coming up next. So stay with us, Southern Roots Football Show, live on the porch after this. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. And Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music, the best of American Noshery all in one place. Society American Noshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. 
Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music road, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay a while. football show many thanks to our friends at society american nursery and uh we will be back there before the season's out we had a couple of uh, interesting weeks uh schedule wise uh, the fair was in town also um you know i had uh, mtsu games so uh a lot of a lot of different things happening so we'll we'll get back to society and you can uh come hang out with us uh, live for that. So, uh, Jack playing alongside, uh, oh wait, where's she going? Where are we at? This is, this is your moment. Hey, come here. Real Mama quick. See. It, it won't take Jump come out. on. No, it's live. Come on. Come on right. real quick. All right, come on. 30 seconds. All right. Uh, yeah. uh sweet, sweet's got to go. Papa uh, sweet. Papa sweet's got to go be Papa. So, uh, we have Nothing his picks. Nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Signed, sealed, and delivered. I have, uh, I have the picks. So, uh, so we're good there. And I've got Court's picks as well. Court had to work tonight. So, again, this is a strange week. Uh, and it's also uh, fall break for uh, the locals here in Lawrence County. So, Strange week, but uh, we're getting this out, and we're having a good time uh, out on the porch, and uh, we couldn't do it without um, one uh, affectionately known as uh, Mama C. Hello. 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 (laughs) All right. um, That's it? Hello? Yeah, it's great to be here. (laughs) It is great to be here. Uh, all right, so uh, how are you feeling? About, you know, we, we talked about uh, Tennessee earlier and a big win against South Carolina. Where the black, by the way, do you like the black? I all, love the you black like unis. The all black? Wish we'd wear more. Love it. You think so? Yeah. Okay. You like the black or the, or the uh, smoky grays better? I like the black better. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wes, what do you think? Orange and white. Yeah. I like the orange, orange and white, but it, does, it doesn't matter. As long as they win, it doesn't matter what yeah. they wear. I do love the smoky gray helmets with the mountains, the accent of the mountains. They're sharp. Yeah. They do it, but okay. um, I'm with Wes. I like the orange and white, but if the boys are winning, yeah. it doesn't matter. But you look good. You play good. That's true. You look good in orange That's and white, right. though. Have, have you ever seen anybody look bad in orange and white? That's true. It's a great <laughs> color. So you, we were we were talking a little bit earlier on, you know, one, the atmosphere out here on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for our, for our listeners, let's just set it up. Uh-huh. We got a big porch, right? Yes. Trevor's got his Traeger, a Blackstone, Three Green Egg. Yep. Like, Bo can cook shit and it's good. <laughs> so then we sit out here. I mean, we got stuff on the walls, Tennessee stuff on the walls, okay. on, on the brick. He's got mm-hmm. two 60-inch te- two TVs. Yep. Playing. You give him a little credit. Give him a little credit. 70s? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. My bad. Two 70s. You know, size does matters. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. So anyway, that's my cue. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> going to bed. <laughs> Back to football here. So we got two games going on all the time, you know, and and we we. Drink a few beers back here. We, we, you know, we enjoy each other's time. We get rowdy for our teams or whoever's, you know, 
whichever Trevor's betting on, whoever's betting on, you know, <laughs> hell right. I mean, we have a good freaking time back for, here. Yeah. And Mama Carol, bless her heart, mm-hmm. she'll be sitting inside trying to read a book. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be, you know, cleaning okay, the house. For, you know, like, games. Give her the credit. She'll yeah. be out here rocking and rooting oh, yeah, through the Tennessee no games doubt. and everything else. Like, she, she, she is a saint for putting up with what we do Saturday, <laughs> weekend, weekend out, Hats off. through and through. But it is the atmosphere of it, and being out here with the people. You know, one, it's all about one football, man. You we always say, you know, football's the greatest sport in the world. Another thing it does is, you know, take away the playing aspect of bringing people together and just for that common purpose of rooting for something. There's nothing better. And uh, you know, Mama C, my wife Caroline, you know, she holds that. To, she's at the top. She holds it all together when everybody's over here on Saturdays, and it's absolutely awesome. And um, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's it's a, it's nothing but a good time. Is what it we're is. Saying. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, the food's good. Company's good. Company's Most of the time, football's good. Most yeah. of the time, <laughs> so yeah, can't there go wrong. All right, it's a well, great I, Saturday. I tell you what. Um, since, since you're here and uh, Papa Sweet had to go be Papa, I've got his picks. You want to sit here? Will you read these I'm, when, I, when it comes time? Yeah. Of okay. Course I will. All right. Don't show them to anybody else. Yeah. Right? Show them to me. No. Don't. don't if don't if show I don't them. agree, can I just pick something else? Sweet won't over. You can. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Although, uh, let's see. What? Sweet. What? what are, me. I'm in last place. I about well, to say I've made I'm a last fucking place. We'll, we'll, we'll put. Uh, let's see. Last week, by the way, I, I don't think I mentioned this earlier in in the show. Last week, which was week five, uh, it was it was a rough week. Oh, Big Trevor though um, went solo with Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Went solo with the Vols. Mm-hmm. Won both. Had a big week, three and three, uh, to lead everybody. I went solo with Texas A&M, went solo with Auburn, won both of those, lost everything else, but uh, I'll take the pride of that one. I went two and four. Cord uh, went solo. No, he he was with Trevor on Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. I Had thought Kentucky. I went solo on three, but Cord yep. did back Cord went, on that one. Cord went on Kentucky, and those are the only two, and that was Cord's lone win. Uh, Wes and Sweet had a rough week. Yeah, let's get to this week. <laughs> had a, had a week. rough week. And, you know, you know what we just talked about? Way, you wash it and you let it go. That's right. The next but, week. but I do want to reflect back to last week as we opened up the show because I asked the question, you know, whose picks, you know, because you consult with your good buddy Rance. Mm-hmm. And so we had to know what last week's picks were based on the way things went because I, I had something to say. I had something I learned from the previous show, not to listen to you fools. And so, and, and you were kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, if I had picked the same game. So let's just go back and flash back to last week uh, as we uh, take a look at this. Uh, picks Good. this week, uh, you, Rance, uh, combination. How are we looking? I, if I listened to Rance <laughs> last week, I went five, two, and one. Yeah. And instead, uh-huh. I went three, four, and one. So Rance called him today. I'm not deviating, I'm okay. not vetoing shit. <laughs> I don't we'll give see. a damn if we go on 0-6. We'll this see. is Rance's week. We'll see. All right. Oh, shit. Yep. Okay. So. Rance, you got the boot, bub. <laughs> God dang. That's. Damn. I, I just basically just called my shot there. I basically just said I'm did. going 0-6. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, no. Rance went 0-6. Hope- no, you didn't go. Oh, Rance went 0-6. Damn you, Rance. We're going. <laughs> I'm going 3-3 three three at least. <laughs> Five hundred and above, baby. Damn! <laughs> I tried to talk you out of a couple of them early too. 
Uh, I told you. No, I told Rance. You know, Rance mm-hmm. was giving me one of these. Yeah. Uh, hey, when, when he puts, he puts when the he gets, hand in the palm, he's he getting serious. Hand like, shit. You just got to back uh, off. Let I ride. was a believer. There Let's do this shit. All right. Before we do that, we got to take a quick trip to Alumniville and the Fighting Skyhawks uh, of UT Martin. Big win last week over Tennessee State, 20 to 10, as uh, they improved to uh, four and one. Big game on the road coming up Saturday at uh, 2 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. They'll take on Eastern Illinois on the road, who's also 4-1. Nice. So, big test uh, for uh, the Fighting Skyhawks. Hey, Skyhawks uh, ranked, too. I think they jumped up with top 21, 22. I mean, they're... They're climbing. They're, it's, a, it's a good squad. So uh, we'll be uh, certainly pulling for the, the Skyhawks uh, coming up this week as well. Uh, elsewhere on Alumniville, as this is uh, Thursday, we're recording this. That means, hey, Middles already had a game. I wish they hadn't because it was not well, good in I the mean, second yeah, half. Second half, I was about to say, first half, JP, they look like they should have mm, looked. Yep. Second half, that was, that was a tough watch. Yeah. Uh, through and through, honestly. One thing is, is I will say this, uh, quick on Alumniville, is, uh, you know, T's and P's up to uh, Kellen Stewart coming over there, the guy coming in and make yeah. – it was a normal hit, normal tackle, mm-hmm. getting carted off with, with the brace on the board. I think I've seen it today where it just ended up being a concussion, nothing as serious as originally thought. But anytime you see that, man, that is scary. That's part yep. of the game. But that's the tough part of the game. So It was. Um, and, and it was right after that, the very next play, because that was yep. uh, leading into a fourth down. Yep. And and they uh, did a little razzle dazzle uh, a little bit, and and was able to score or at least get down to the one yard line, I think, and score yep. the next play. But that was the onslaught that started uh, like a twenty one point swing for Middle. Thirty one unanswered. Yeah, and then twenty three to seven, Middle was leading at the half. Yeah, following that, they were trailing seven to three at that point, twenty three to seven, um, as as they led at the half, and then second half, thirty one to nothing. Uh, it was uh, Jacksonville State as they won 40. Well, middle scored late. Uh, Wilkins with a long touchdown run, 45 to 30. I think was the final. But it, it was one of the strangest games that I've witnessed in a long, long time. Uh, middle goes to one and five. Jacksonville State goes to uh, five and one. And middle back on uh, midweek game Tuesday, back at home Short gets memory. Louisiana Tech. Short Louisiana memory. Tech on Tuesday at home. West said so earlier, man, you got to wash it quick. You got to move on to the next yeah, one. They're going to wash it quick. Up. They're going to wash it quick. They desperately need that win. Uh, we'll uh, we'll play this fight song because uh, the balls are off this week, uh, Wes. So healing up a little bit. Uh, we are talking a little bit about the big win over in South Carolina. So feeling fairly good, a lot better than you did uh, coming out of uh, the previous week. So, um, Brew McCoy, obviously, a big injury. So, Milton, I think, is going to be a big focus in the off week, getting other guys involved, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a big spot. I mean, you, you're five games in. Yeah, and it's a good spot for a bye week to let your bruises, let everything heal, let some young guys get some work. Um, and you got a big test. You got shit. The next two weeks, three weeks are huge. So, try to get, uh, try to get healthy. And then uh, come back to, you know, next week, big week of preparation, and we're going to find out what we're made out of. There you go. All right. Uh, so, week off, and then uh, the balls uh, get Texas A&M after A&M gets Bama. More on that uh, coming up in just a little bit. Don't forget our friends at the Group of Five guys as uh, they uh, talk uh, nothing but the Group of Five, and they do it every week and showing up on campus near you. They were at Memphis last week, by the way. And uh, the Liberty Bowl, I guess it's still called the Liberty Bowl.
Bowl. Is that right? Yeah, still yeah. got yep. Liberty Bowl. Uh, so uh, the Group of Five Guys, uh, and they uh, have their lock of the week. So go check them out, groupoffiveguys.com. Uh, you can check out their shows. They also have some midweek um, conversations with coaches uh, throughout uh, their week. And um, they have uh, their lock of the week as well. So groupoffiveguys.com, merch also. All right, uh, let's get into our picks uh, here on Southern Roots Football Show. We will start with a future SEC game. It is the Red River that's so wild, Shootout. Man. It's here. I'm I mean, calling it the Red the River thing. Shootout. But yeah, Texas, Oklahoma uh, at the fairgrounds in Dallas. And uh, both teams, by the way, coming in 5 0. Uh, Texas, not a shocker, other than maybe Alabama, the win over Alabama. Oklahoma, 12th ranked, by the way. A little surprise after the year they had last year. Uh, Brett Venables, uh, of course, the defense coordinator for years at Clemson, came in last year, first time as a head coach. Had a rough time in the first year, but they've turned it around, and Oklahoma looks like uh, the Oklahoma of old a little bit. Uh, this is a six-point spread. It's such an interesting atmosphere. It's it's like Georgia, Florida. Half, split 50. Yeah, split 50-50. It's incredible. Just the, hate that it's at 11 o'clock. Yeah. 11 o'clock local, but, uh, you know, coming out of the fairgrounds. All right, so we got Oklahoma and Texas. Last week, Trevor was uh, our leader at 3-3, three and three. so Trev gets the tee box back. Man, how does that feel, Trev? Listen, I'm coming. I've told you all year. I'm, I'm coming. I start off a little slow. Cord made a bogey. Sit just down, Cord. <laughs> Get off the tee box, Cord. I think Cord put one out of bounds, chunked a second. He did. <laughs> Ended up with a quad. And but then, hey, and then, we're going to let that and one And then ride, threw his man. club into the lake. Yeah. <laughs> it may happen. Listen, this Oklahoma-Texas game, it, it, it's such a fun game year in, year out. Like you said, Texas State Fair's going on. Wes said it best. It is a shame that it's an 11 o'clock game. Um, you look at what Texas has done offensively. They got the firepower, right? They do. Defensively, what is Texas, man? Well, we talked about it last week. You know, they played uh, Milrow. They had JT Daniels with Rice. And in the last three games, they played three backup quarterbacks out of that. And, and a couple impressive wins, some close games. But in this game, historically, you think it's going to be close. You think you're going to have a little bit. I wish we had a hook here. But I think coming off a 49 to nothing whooping last year, Give me Oklahoma to cover okay. the points okay. and take care of a little bit of business. Not saying they may win, but it's going to be a close game late, and I think Oklahoma covers. Yeah, tradition says it's going to be close. Yep. I agree. All right, uh, Papa Sweet had to uh, be Papa, so we've got Mama C here with his picks in hand, and she has kept them secret from everybody else. So, all right, uh, Mama C, what you got? Yeah, so, Trev, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Oh. Uh, and uh, we're going Texas minus six. Texas, minus six. All right, so there you go. Uh, any particular reason why? Uh, I think they just look good. Maybe okay. I think it's, yeah, well, I think it's, it's just shade good. of orange, right? <laughs> that bird orange? It's not, okay the right yeah, shade. not the right shade. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not the right shade. Uh, All right, uh, Wes, uh, Texas, minus six. I, look like? here, I, I'm putting myself, and Trevor hit on the way I'm thinking. I'm putting myself in the Oklahoma Center uniform. Last year's embarrassment, right? This year, they've got things rolling back in the right direction where Oklahoma should be. I'm pissed off if I'm Oklahoma. Based off last year, I'm taking receipts, taking notes. Oh, I think right, Oklahoma. <laughs> I think Oklahoma covers. I like Oklahoma here. Okay. All right. Uh, so we've got uh, Trev and Wes both going with the Sooners. All right. Uh, Cord will be next. Cord is going. 
you guys think he's going with? Texas. Texas. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, you're right. He's yeah. going with Texas. <laughs> he's going to Texas. Yeah, I'm calling. All right, uh, hold on. Let me. Uh, I'm typing this in tonight instead of writing it. All right, uh, so there we go. All right, so that leaves to me. Um, I'm with uh, I'm with Trevin West. I, I think Oklahoma coming back. It, it's a rivalry game. Uh, they're playing a lot better. I think Texas. Texas is very good. I do think no Texas will win. You could argue Texas should be the number one team in the country in the poll. And you know, if they had the college football play a poll right now, probably would be. Uh, them or Florida State. Florida State. Yeah, that's what them, I was about to say. Uh, two one, best wins one, one A. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any question based on what we've seen so far. I uh, do think Oklahoma plays well. Yeah, my gut tells me it's going to be close because I, I think Oklahoma's going to sneak under the radar here. And this game has often showed you something that you just would not have. It's a wacky up. game. Yeah, like last yeah, week. I mean, last year. Last year had Nobody, no idea. Four, uh, no. So, so, so I like uh, Oklahoma to cover, but I do think Texas wins. But you know, covering is what we do. All right. So up next, we've got uh, LSU, twenty third ranked, three and two, two and one. They are in Como, taking on Missouri, five and zero, oh, five and zero, oh, Missouri, and one and in the conference, though the Tigers of LSU, the Bayou being those six and a half point favorites in this one. All right, we will start with uh, Papa Sweet, which means Mama C has the picks. Which Tigers do you like? We like the ones in the the purple unis, okay? We're going LSU minus six and a half. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, sweet going with the Tigers. Sweet and Mama C. Court will be glad to hear that. Court will be glad to hear Mama C say He knows I'm on his side. Always. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You'll let us know if you change one of these picks, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Wes, what do you think? Look here. I'm not, I'm not going to crap on LSU just yet. Okay? Just yet. I, look here. We burned. Trevor burned one of his hats out here. We talked about that earlier. <laughs> they let me down here. Then we're going to have some problems. I, I mean, LSU's just got – I think LSU's going to score, score, score. Missouri's going to score. Right? LSU's got more dudes than the nerd in Missouri and in Columbia. So I'm going LSU. All right. More dudes than the nerd. Uh, you know <laughs> what? You know, I was at Como week two. Middle. Nearly beat them. Probably should have beaten them. Um you know, Missouri had a good good, good win against Kansas State, uh, you know, and that they took care of business against Vanderbilt. I'm still not sold on Missouri. I think LSU bounces back because I think we've, um, you know, the, the Ole Miss is a rivalry game, and, uh, you know, Lane Kiffin at home and, and back and forth, a track meet. It's not the first time that's happened in Oxford, right? It doesn't matter who's there. So Alabama's been um, bitten by that, right? So, I, I think LSU bounces back. I like LSU in this one. I think uh, they're, they're the stronger team. So, I'm going with the Bayou Bengals. Accord, of course. Of course, with the Bayou Bengals. And here, here we go. You said, I, it's going, they're going to score points. They're going to bounce back, right? LSU is going to be able to do what they do. But you know what? So is Missouri. The, these Tigers in Como doing what they do. Brady Cook's got the offense rolling. Luther Burden, top three receiver in the country. It's going to be electric. It being six and a half on the road. Listen, I trust Daniels. I trust what these guys do on offense. After watching that shit show on Saturday night and that defense, I think Missouri puts up points, and I'm taking six and a half. Missouri Tigers going to cover that spread. And don't be surprised if you see my man, the thicker kicker, lining up <laughs> to get a game winner there at the end. It could happen. 
All Give right, me my sir. How happy are you that the rest of us picked? I uh, love LSU. it. It worked out for me last week, JP. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. All right, uh, we move on to the Hogs of Arkansas, two and three, coming off uh, the loss last week against uh, Texas A&M. Uh, nobody but yours surely saw that one coming, by the way. 0-2 in the conference play. They are in Oxford, uh, the aforementioned Rebels, uh, 16th ranked now, 4-1, and 1-1 one, one and one in conference play. Ole Miss, 11-point favorites. Wes, we'll start with you. I mean, uh, this, to me, has been one of the bigger disappointments. We talked about it earlier, Sam Pittman being an offensive line guru, running the football down your damn throat. They have no identity on offense. They look like pure shit last week. I, I'm not uh, – yeah. Arkansas is going to get beat and get beat big. All right, going with the reps then. Yes. All right, to cover 11. Lane Kiffin, man. I mean, yeah. Lane Kiffin's going to dial it in. They got a big win coming out, coming at home. I think Ole Miss beats the shit out of them. Okay. All right, uh, Cord, by the way, is uh, going with Arkansas. <laughs> I knew that was coming. He's going with Arkansas on the road. And you know what um, – you guys remember uh, Arkansas Ole Miss and that, uh, I don't know, like seven overtime game yeah. they've had? Yeah. You know, I, I want it backwards. Something about this. Ole Miss, listen, Ole Miss coming off of this win. I mean, you know, we heard Cole talk about last week. This is the rivalry Ole Miss was, by the way, that he cares the most about, right? Ole Miss feels pretty much the same way. The Egg Bowl, you could, you could go one and one A. Uh, I think there's a hangover effect here for the Rebs. I really do. Arkansas is not that bad. KJ Jefferson's a dude. He's a. I guess uh, LSU's defense he is. Yeah, he's a cat. <laughs> All right, he's a cat. So, I, I think Arkansas is going to go. 11's a lot. I think Arkansas is going to make this close game. So uh, I'm with Cord. Uh, I'm going with uh, the Hogs to cover this one. I don't know who wins, but I'm going with the Hogs to cover. I think Trip. you talk about the hangover effect, man. I think it's the complete opposite. You look at what that offense was able to put together. You look what Jackson Dart did. Quinshawn Junkins getting involved. Kiffin getting you know a little more comfortable with the playmakers this year. Being able to establish the run, throw the ball downfield, make conversions, make plays on third downs. I, I, I'm in on Ole Miss after that, even on a bad LSU defense. But the thing I'm more concerned of that Wes hit on is – the lack of identity a Sam Pittman-led team has on offense with guys like K.J. Jefferson and Rocket Sanders. It, it, it's not there. You don't know what you're getting week in, week out. And, and more than not, it's been bad. Give me Ole Miss cover. Right. I, I'm with Wes. I, I think they, they win big, man. Give him 11 points. It doesn't matter. He likes it. All right. Uh, all right, uh, Papa Sweet, Mama C, yeah, who are we going with? Couldn't agree more with you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ole Miss minus 11. You like, you like the Let's Rebels? Go. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. you really? Yeah. That's what okay. Sweet's got down to. That's what we're going okay. with. Well, how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, no, I feel the same way. Okay. All right, there you go. All right, uh, we move on. Uh, Vanderbilt, uh, 2-4, and 0-2, oh uh, is in Gainesville Saturday evening, or afternoon. I think this is the uh, 4 Eastern, 3 o'clock Central on SEC yep. Network. Uh, Vandy, as I mentioned, 2-4, and four, Florida, 3-2, and 1-1, one one, Florida coming off the loss to, to Kentucky. 18.5, uh, 18-and-a-hook 18 is the number uh, for the Gators, obviously. So... Uh, Cord, I believe, has this one. Yeah, making sure that that was exactly what he meant to say. Uh, he's going with the Gators on this one. All right, uh, yeah, no, he's uh, sworn off, uh, I think, Vandy. And, you know, they had a, had a rough one. Uh, A.J. Swan um, apparently had, has an injury. Apparently has an injury. And, uh, you know, I was uh, 
of course, uh, down at the beach uh, with a family reunion, wasn't paying close attention to this game. So uh, as, as I went back and forth and caught in, and I'm like, Seals is in the game. I'm like, why is, why is Seals in the game, right? The backup. Uh, I was listening to uh, the Commodore Report later in the week, and it uh, turns out that uh, you know Seals has been battling uh, some injuries and throwing some interceptions, and Seals has a lot of experience, right? He started several games. He's got some big wins as well. He came in and didn't play all that bad. Um, you know, this game was the turnaround game for the Commodores last year, yep. right? Nobody – I mean – I think we're sitting like in the exact same scenario last year that Bandy no shot. They came in with no momentum. Florida was, eh, you know, I mean, Florida wasn't great. About like they are now. I just think we're in that same position. I'm not saying Vanderbilt wins this game. Vanderbilt has played well against Florida in the last five, six, seven years. Consistently well. To me, this is an easy one. I think Vandy covers this one easily. And, you know, I mean... I had sworn off them two weeks ago. I should have picked against them against Kentucky because I knew Ray Davis was going to do what he did, do what we do. But, um, yeah, I like I like. I mean, here's the thing. Mr. I like Com- Mr. Commodore swearing off of them and coming back in on the bandwagon. Damn. I've been riding this thing all the is way there for me? All is year long. For me? All year long, man. Yeah, hop on this anchor, man. It'll take us to the deep, dark depths. I promise you that. But I'll tell you this. I'm riding 18 and a half. And you said it best. The same thing I was going to hit on. You look at the game last year where they essentially gave Vanderbilt no shot in Nashville. They came out pretty much dominant of that Ooh. game. But 18 and a half is a lot down there. Ken Seals did some really good things on Saturday. I think the defense figures out a little bit. I don't trust Florida to score, man. I really don't. If they if they can tackle, get off the field on third downs, this game's going to be a lot closer than what that spread um, really shows. Give me the points. Give me Vanderbilt. I'm riding with the doors again, JP. I want you, you to go. know that. I appreciate it. I'll remember this. All right, uh, Papa Sweet, Mama C. He's also got Vandy. There you go. All right. All right. Uh, how do you feel about the black and gold yep. there? I mean, I, I agree. 18 and a half points is a, a lot, lot of points. That's a lot. a lot of points. It's a lot of yeah. points. I definitely think. Well, yeah, and you're not going to root for Florida. And we're not. I'm about no, to I'm not. Say, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what, really what I was getting <laughs> at. We don't pull for Florida <laughs> in this household. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Wes. Uh, right, we're going to make it five in a row, man. Mm-hmm. I, we have been riding the Vandy train. And if an offensive coordinator can learn anything about Florida as a, you know opposing offensive mm-hmm. coordinator, Look what Kentucky did to them, man. You got some wrinkles you can mix in. They are extremely vulnerable against a physical rushing team. Get after their ass. I feel like there's opportunities there for Vandy. 18 and a half is a lot of points. A lot. And they, like you said, JP, they have played Florida tough as shit yeah, for several years in a row. Games. I don't know why, but they have. They have. It's been consistent. All right. Uh, so everybody but Cord uh, on the Commodores. Oh boy! All right, uh, so we move on. Twentieth uh, ranked Kentucky, five and zero, two and zero at top ranked Georgia, also five and zero, two and zero. I believe this is our CBS game, right? Two thirty, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, down in Athens, Georgia, three thirty local time. There, Georgia coming off a close win against Auburn. Kentucky coming off the big win against Kentucky. Is this the year Kentucky moves into that upper echelon? We will find out. Trev will lead us off in this one. The spread, you ask, 14 and a hook. 14 and a half points. Georgia, the favorite at home between the hedges. Trev. 
it's it's a lot of points. I mean, 14 and a half is a ton of points in an SEC matchup, especially with two undefeateds coming in. You look at what Kentucky was able to do with Ray Davis last week. You know, we I, I talked about it. I said, hey, find ways to get Barry on Brown the ball. Find those ways to spread the field a little bit. And they didn't have to. They lined up, played big boy football. Not saying they're going to be able to do it against Georgia, but I think you throw that wrinkle or two this in. This is big you ride, boy football. You ride, you ride, you ride that momentum a little bit. You take care of special teams. You make some plays here and there. I think 14 and a half, that hook is important, I do believe. It, it, it's going to be a battle. I like Georgia to win, but I think Kentucky covers. I think it's a close game till there at the end. Okay, Trev going with the big blue nation. All right, uh, Papa Sweet, Mama C. Uh, yeah, he's got Georgia, minus 14 and a half. Georgia. Yeah, he took it. Georgia. How do you feel about that, by the way? I Look, I've been saying all year, I don't think Georgia's as good as what everybody's, everybody's saying, right? I don't I don't think they're as good as okay. what we're giving them credit for right now. So, I, I I would probably pick Kentucky to cover, not to win, but to okay. cover the 14 and a half. Right. But you're going to honor Sweets? I'm going to honor you're Sweets, honor? yeah. He okay. says Georgia, he's... Right. He knows okay. something I don't. Okay. For there sure. You go. For sure. <laughs> all right, Wes. Look here, I'm not confident in this pick at all. Trevor had me a little convinced. I mean, I'm going to take a flyer on Kentucky here. Just just because of how physical they were last week. But by God, you're going to have to be physical this week. This is nowhere near a Florida Gators yep. defense. Mark Stoops has got something going early. Let's see if they can. I don't think they win. Hell no. I think Georgia wins. Georgia was not impressive against uh, outside of Brock Bowers. Yeah. That, that's their main cat. It let's, was. Let's it, take it, a here's flyer. the thing: is going back to what we were talking about with that game with Auburn. What did Auburn do? How they move the ball, man? They ran the rock. Yeah. And what does Kentucky do? Let's they take run a the rock. let's take yeah. a flyer on the Wildcats. All right. Well, you know, you're you're not alone taking a flyer. Cord likes the Wildcats as well. That's three of yous. Three of yous. Like the Wildcats in this one. Uh, 14 and a half points. You know, uh, watching the Georgia against uh, Auburn last week, it's a rival game. It's the South's oldest rival. And on the road for yep, Georgia. And on the road. Um, and it was just a, a perfect setup for Auburn to, to play well and Georgia to kind of have a little light luster. Um, several of you, actually, if I recall, looking back to last week, uh, that would be all of you thought Georgia would dominate against Auburn, right? Yeah. You all thought, okay, this is the week Georgia is number one, right? Flex their muscles okay. and be head and shoulders above. I think you guys were close to that. This <laughs> is the week. <laughs> this is the week that they prove that they're number one. They got that close call against Auburn. A lot of people talk about Kentucky. You know, this is the perfect setup for Kirby Smart to come in. Hey, nobody's respecting you guys. To use that... With these cats that he's got, I like Georgia. I think Georgia comes out. They're at home, and they're going to prove why they're the number one team in the country. I like Georgia to cover easily in this one. And Kentucky's uh, Kentucky's going to go home licking their wounds. All right, uh, gets us to our last game of the week, the pick six. It is 11th-ranked Alabama. Uh, four and one, one and one. They travel to College Station to take on Texas A&M. Four and one as well. And ahead of them, is that right? Ahead of them in the conference, is that right? Two, two and zero. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Who did Alabama yep. lose to? Yeah, they got beat by Texas. Yeah. Texas so why is, is that? Where am I getting Texas that from? Zip. All right. So my apologies, guys, on this. Um, Alabama one and zero. Oh. They've beaten no, no. They're two and zero oh, because they've uh, beaten both Mississippi schools. So my apologies there. All right. All right. So 
Uh, both teams the same record, four to one, two and zero, oh, and uh, Alabama eleventh rate. Alabama just two and a half point favorite. This was earlier in the week, so that's the spread we're going to go with. However, however, uh, Trev, you were saying earlier that uh, this game is basically a pickup now, right? It lines work down. Rumors going around, you know, the Twitterverse right now mm-hmm. that. Uh, Jalen Milrow may be dealing with a little bit of hammy, and that's going to throw, you know, okay. Ty Simpson or Buckner back into that spot. You don't know, but it being in College Station, I think even before that news comes out, it could have been a pick anyway. It's close. It's going to be a close game. Two and a half of the first of the week is pretty clear. Uh, by the way, I, I, you're last on this yep. one. Yep. So, yep. I'm, so, I'm just saying, is yeah. with, that, with okay. that injury, if that does come out and that happens, your, your inside. we or, talked about it all, all, well, the first four weeks. You know, we talked about how Bama didn't have that identity on offense. They had had no continuity with what they wanted to do and then they finally trust Milrow last week Milrow runs for you know 95 nine, I think he actually yeah right around 95 gets two scores with his legs was making plays if he's not playing in this game at College Station that swings it dramatically in my opinion um big what if that's so a big what we'll if. see that's a big what if um, all right, so uh, Papa Sweet and Mama C will lead us off with this one. Alabama, the number that we're picking, minus two and a half for Alabama on the road. So a home dog for A&M. What do you think? Sweet's got Bama, minus okay. two and a half. All right. He took them. Going with the tide yep. is sweet. All right, uh, Wes? Uh, I mean, this is, this is tough. It is, uh, yeah. You, you look at Alabama struggles at home. Against Texas, against some good team, a good team. Yep. Texas A&M is a good team. You're going in front of an elite environment, right? This, this place, I've been. I was fortunate enough to go watch Tennessee play there in 2016. This place is loud. It's Tough rowdy. Field, yeah. It's worth a few points. Um, not sold on Milrow on the road. I'm gonna go with A&M. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, West going with A&M. Okay, yeah, I, I totally agree. This, this is the toughest one. I, this may be the toughest one of the whole season so far uh, uh, for me. And and then you throw in the news we got today. You know, it's interesting because if we would have done this on a normal Wednesday night, may not have gotten this news. It would been a little bit different. but it, I mean, it's, it's still a hypothetical. It, it is still I mean, it's true. It's true. If Vegas is walking lines down, there's something to be said there. Yep. I mean, and, and this could have easily, though, been a pick from the get-go. Uh-huh. It could have been A&M favored from the get-go in College Station. Well, essentially, you know, I mean, you give the home team three points. So, essentially, you basically yep. were at the pick to to begin with for the most part in terms of head-to-head. Uh, it's tough. I was high on AM last week. Um, and so whew, it's hard to go against Alabama. Oh man, I don't I don't know. I don't know. All right, I gotta stick with what I thought earlier in the week. I'm gonna go with Alabama cover. Uh Cord, by the way, uh, before we get to um, to Trev, Cord's going with uh, the Aggies. Damn, I just going with the Aggies for Cord. See that one coming. Yeah, with you, so, Wes. How do you feel about that, Wes? I, well, hell, he's been doing well, so I feel good about okay. it. Okay. Right. Listen, I'm coming in I'm right behind him. Here, my here's my thing. I don't I don't trust Alabama. My gut says Alabama because of the history with Alabama and what they've been able to do and what Saban's able to do to get these guys ready. But there, there's been that lack of continuity on offense with Milrow and what Milrow does. If Milrow does not play, 
this swings to a three and a half point favorite in AM, in my opinion, at the First bare minimum. Test. So whether he plays or not, I still think Wes said at best college station's worth a few points. Um, Jimbo and the boys that have nothing to lose besides lay it all out on the line. I'm going to AM, man. There I, I think mm. they pulled this one out at home. Mm. It goes back to what we said first of the year. I think Bama's looking at a nine and three season because they didn't have that continuity. They didn't have that identity on offense. And you don't know what's going into Saturday. It's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be a fun game. Gonna be interesting to watch. But give me AM, man. A and M makes more plays on offense than Bama. They take this one. You're gonna knock uh, Bama out of the playoffs uh, before uh they even get to the third Saturday in October, right? I would right? love nothing more, to be honest <laughs> with you. All right. Uh, so, there we go. Uh, overall numbers, by the way. Core 15, 17, and 1. Uh, Sweet and Trev at 14, 18, and 1. Uh, you're surely 13, 19, and 1 in West. And 12, 20, and 1 after his uh, rough week last week. But, again, only three separating uh, first and last. All right, so it's a, it's it's still fair game. A lot closer was last year, Wes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Man, was... I've absolutely shit the bed since week one. I just want to tell you, it's been it's been a rough. Well, go. it goes back to like we've it's been, been saying this entire year, though, man. It's wide open. It is. You it don't is know. And that's a tough game. A lot of Beauty these games. Of college it football, is. A lot of man. these games are literally a flip of a coin. You know, you yeah. got a 50 50 chance to be right. And and that that you said it. It's the beauty of college football. It's the best sport in the country, man. There's nothing better. And we've and had a fantastic five weeks of it. And, and I hope we, we are approaching half the halfway point, man. Yep. It flies we need, by. To, we need to put it on like pause. <laughs> you know, this is unbelievable. I, I, we've talked about it for five weeks now. Well, the last two or three, there's so much parity mm-hmm. amongst the top ten. Uh, anybody can beat anybody. I don't know if anybody stands out as the most dominant. we got some guys up there with some dudes, but nobody's looked just purely dominant. So it's going to be fun down the stretch. Yeah, no question about it. All right, we'd like to end the show with uh, what we learned. Wes, we'll start with you. What did you learn today? I'm trying to catch cord, trying not to go in six. Me and Sweetie, me and Sweetie, are, we, we got some, you know, some parody in our picks. Hopefully, Sweetie loses. I can get out of the, you know, out of the cellar down here. This is fun, man. The, Love these are, the these are your this picks, right? This these week. are my picks this week. Rance. Rance is fired, son. Rance is is fired from Southern Fruits Football Radio. (laughs) This bow will never come back. Oh, goodness. And I caught it. That's the damnedest thing. You did. You did. Caroline, what'd you learn? Yes. I learned that uh, every week y'all do this, I'm going to come with some talking points. Just just in case I get pulled into this, I'm going to come with a few in my back pocket, you know. Yep. We yeah. may have to just, you know, dive up <laughs> a, a Mama C segment. I think we need, uh, you know. I don't know mm-hmm. about that. We, we've got I mean, a segment. You, it, I feel like you pretty much a natural sitting in that bar store with a headset on. Can I do it? Well, I do it every Saturday sitting in this bar store right here, don't I? <laughs> Is that the one? Like, no, I think it's like actually this one. Well, okay. you're, you're, holding, yeah, right. you're holding Clay Browns That's down true. right now. That's true. You know, He's gone. Somebody's got to keep it warm. Yeah. I would just like to go on record that uh, 
I called a hold the other day, right when we were watching the Tennessee you game, did. And, and Wes was so proud of me. He was like, <laughs> "I'm so glad <laughs> you knew what that was." But we're family. <laughs> Just tell it you. You know, we're cousins. You know, yeah. that's my family. Well, you've so watched I mean, I expect football anything too. Different. I, yeah, you think I'd be getting it by now? So. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say she's got it in. She does, but I mean, bless her heart, she really don't have much of a choice come Saturday. What's your What's your favorite part about Saturdays? Oh, I I think everybody just being here, like people, yeah, all. It's our closest friends, right? We're always here on every Saturday. I, yeah. I've kind of miss them. Like when it turns like January and February, I'm like, hey, what are y'all actually doing? You know? Yeah. Sure about we can yeah. still crash this yeah, place. Yeah. <laughs> I miss you guys after that. All right, Trev, what'd you learn today? Man, that college football's still wide open. Mm-hmm. It, it is absolutely one of the uh, most fun five weeks to start a college football season that we've seen in a long time. This is the year that I wish that 12 team playoff was fully implemented because it would really, really benefit. I mean, from, like we talked about, you know, you look at there's no clear-cut head and shoulder one, two, or three, right? You could pick one through five and make a case for each of them. From six through 25, hey, you can look at some of their games and make the same case of saying why they should be in the top ten, why they should be doing this. That 12-team playoff when it comes, man, it's just going to make this product even that much better. And, and I hope we continue with these super conferences that are coming um, with recruiting and everything else and these kids buying in and, and getting to these programs that it's only going to continue on this trek, you know. It, it, it's – man, it's fun. It is a lot of fun. No question about it. All right. Uh, um, damn, what, what – I, I tell you what I learned. Um, we got a lot to say because we're um, – we're pushing two hours on this show. Can can I can I speak for Corey yes, real quick on what absolutely. he learned? Yes. Is, uh, <laughs> it's Edo's fault, man. It's Edo's fault. They got to hit the transfer portal. LSU's got to work on it. No, Cord, I'm just playing with you. Missed you, buddy. Can't wait Indeed. to have you back. Hey, if we no, nah, I'm not shitting off. We, if LSU <laughs> loses this weekend, I'm finding something else purple and gold to freaking burn this weekend. <laughs> Damn go. it. All right, uh, for uh, for our illustrious hosts, uh, the McAvans, we we thank you here on the back porch once again for Papa Sweet, for uh, Bobby Boucher's backup down in Baton Rouge, Mr. Cord Cole, Raging <laughs> Cajun. Uh, Mr. West Brown, uh, Papa Sweet, I think I mentioned him. I'm Jack Plant. Uh, so thankful to uh, to do this each week. We have a lot of fun. We hope you enjoy what we do. If we're having fun, we hope you're having fun. All right, uh, check us out, SouthernRootsRadio.com, and uh, find us anywhere that uh, you like podcasts. That's where we are, wherever quality podcasts are. Southern Roots Football Show from Southern Roots Radio. Have a great week. Uh-huh.